the party arrive at the Kobold Tunnels, and the meeting goes better than expected. They learn that there is a human city on the lake, and also that the enigmatic shortfurs are responsible for the new trees as they grow them, and they are also not hostile, leading the party to suspect that they may be elves. They are presented with ancient Caldonian elven coins, which the kobolds revere as sacred artifacts, so of course Grimes steals them. They also learn that the strange amphitheatre they saw is the dragon's lair, and that the dragon, Frostbite, is currently hibernating. After the meeting, Nimrod is ordered to remain with the party, despite Grimes' assurances that he could get some dragon treasure without waking the slumbering Frostbite. The party decide to return to Swampside. The journey back is relatively peaceful, with only one giant sighting, and when they get close to Swampside, Grimes scouts ahead and spots a polar bear. He tells the party, and they head out to hunt it. But by the time they find it, the troops from the garrison had already killed it. They reach the fort, and find that Zaz's ship is docked in the harbour. William reports their findings to Cal Hughes, while Yaramir sets up another grow room and spends time with Homily. Faris works on the armour, and Grimes checks his snares. That evening, everyone gathers for a meal. They corner Grimes about his linguistic abilities, but he masterfully avoids the topic. The evening progresses, and the ale flows nicely. Eventually, William and Hughes starts a friendly Mancala tournament, leading to much banter and even more drinking. Eventually, William has to be half-dragged to his bed. Of course, Yaramir uses William's drunken stupor as an opportunity for magical mayhem. After covering William in arcane tattoos, Yaramir conspires with Zaz to play a prank on the inebriated William, to procure and plant some of Cal Hughes's unmentionables on William, causing William much embarrassment the next morning. Some weeks go by as the party rest and occupy themselves with mundane activities. Yaramir gets the brilliant idea to go elemental hunting and convinces Grimes to join him. Of course, they get caught in a blizzard with no supplies. Facing certain death, Yaramir decides to use his magic on Grimes and himself to encase them in amber, hoping the weather clears before the spell wears off. A search party is sent out, but find no trace of the wayward pair. Fortunately, when Yaramir emerges from his amber cocoon, the weather is clear, so he pops frozen grimes into the portable hole and makes a solo track to the fort. Are the short furs elves? Can grimes successfully steal from a dragon? Will Yaramir create a golem? Let's find out now on Frozen Frontier.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Frozen Frontier. How are you all doing today? Doing well. Greg, you're still Glad. muted. Glad to be back. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. That's about Ooh. it. That's That's been my life for the past couple of weeks. How is uh, Van Helsing doing in Final Fantasy XIV? I've been leveling up Paladin on him. I'm almost mm -hmm. level 70 there. The Paladin storylines are really fucking bad in that game. Mm. <laughs> it, it's something else. It's like the first one is kind of weird because there's like this whole backstory to the Paladin order that's basically just told to you through expository dialogue before the guy who's your captain goes, anyways, we put a brazier out in the middle of nowhere. Go light it up and kill whatever tries to come fight you. And that's that's like the majority of the Paladin storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like D and D to me. Ah <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, they're they're terrible. But it, it'd be like a long, long story to go over all of them. So maybe yeah. maybe we'll discussion. Well, 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 I'm leave it Final in. Fantasy VII, so my story experience is much better. Oh, the the storyline, like the main storyline, is fine. The class stories are where it's really, really bad. Uh, well, how, what have the rest of you been up to? It, it's been forever. It's been like four weeks or something. Something ridiculous. Yeah. I took a week off work. It was nice. fantastic and much needed. Oh, I went to the I went to the beach on Memorial Day and got sunburned so bad. I'm still peeling, like legitimately. I never. I, it's been a long time since I've been sunburned that bad because I used to umpire baseball in the summers and I would always be out at the parks. And I guess over the last couple of years, I've been an accountant. I've just I've I've grown an allergy to the sun. I went out for a day. I was like, oh, I'm good. I don't need sunscreen. I'll burn a little bit, but it'll be fine. And mm. then I came home like cherry red, man. Wow. Oh, I, how many weeks has it been since Memorial Day? Like two and I'm still peeling? It's awful. <laughs> but that was fun. Uh, caught some fish. Let's see. What have I been doing? I've been streaming God of War. I fought a Valkyrie. That was badass. I want, I want to find more Valkyries to fight. <laughs> I went to my high school reunion. I was really worried about that. I was nervous. Have you watched my stream over the last couple of days before? I was like, I don't know about this, guys. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be like that sad song, like all around me are your faces. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know any of them. But that wasn't true. I ended up meeting people that I hadn't seen in, in years, like at least eight to ten years, and having a lot of laughs and some beers. It was good times. So I'm feeling good. Nice, Great. nice. Ryan, what about you? Anything exciting happening? Uh, school year ended two days ago. <gasps> sort of a rough landing, but happy summer. Happy summer to you, too. Uh, you also had a, a birthday, right? Fairly recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me show off a present I got. Oh. Oh, oh no, Inception. Uh, yes. <laughs> there we go. Oh. It's a, it's a desktop charger. He can sit it's charging my phone right now. Uh, and there's hot sauce on the table, of course. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's for awesome. those just listening to the audio, it's a it's a pylon, Starcraft pylon with USB ports that glows. Pretty... Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Cool. So thanks, Julian. Oh, Julian gives the best presents. I've mm -hmm. still got Dragon Ball he gave me oh, yeah. way back when. Mine's nice. Ooh, nice. Mine's on that shelf. You can't see it. But... <laughs> yeah. I'm always intimidated by the person that gives really good gifts because I'm very bad at giving gifts, and then I feel bad. I'm like, but but I'm you're so good at giving me gifts. How do I respond? Take my money. I don't know. Yeah, Amazon <laughs> gift card man. 
on gift cards. Nice. Uh, and what about you, Nicholas? Um, well, I got a new job. It's pretty good. I haven't started yet, but uh, that's a pretty big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing Neverwinter Nights and Starcraft a lot. Mm-hmm. And I watched this TV show I told you about, Neil, but I'll mm-hmm. tell everyone else called The Terror. And it's about the uh, this expedition through the Arctic that these two British ships in 1845 tried to do, trying to find the Northwest Passage like through all the ice so that they could find a better trade route. And they had like five years worth of food. And anyway, like in real life, they were never seen again. They all died out there. And then this show is kind of like trying to, there's like a supernatural element to it. And they're trying to tell the story of like what might have happened to them. But I tell you, like by the end, when they're all like dying of starvation and scurvy, uh, it's pretty fucking harrowing, man. And the acting is great. It was uh, one of the best shows I've seen in a while. Definitely recommend. Uh, what else? Um, oh, yeah, today, right? So we bought this map online of the area we live in from 1840 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And on the map, there's this thing called Peel Moat Fort, and it said it's like an old Roman fort. And um, so we went and took the old map and tried to like walk around. Obviously, not all the road names are different and stuff, but there's like a pub that's been there for like 300 years. So we used the, the pub as like an anchor point to try and like match the maps up and work out where we were. We found like this old, uh, I think where the Roman fort was in the middle of a field, you could sort of see like a raised square section and then like, what would have been like a moat around it. That's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Do you see you have a 600 year old pub sitting around in your town? Um, he said 300, three, right? 300 yeah, I'm not, still. I'm not sure it's if like it's the whole country. Building, yeah, that's, a, that's an old pub. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure when it was actually built. It might not be the same building, but it's definitely been a pub there for mm-hmm. centuries. I'm not sure a 300-year-old building would quite be up to uh, up to code. <laughs> no, probably not. Fire marshal might shut it down. Maybe. Uh, all right. All right. Look, first mentioned in 1752, so there you go. 260 years. Well, uh, let's roll into game because it's been so long. Let's let's not spend too much more time doing other stuff. Uh, you guys are in Swampside, I believe, right? Yeah. Here you are. Here we are. It All right, is we've been the... resting for a few weeks, right? And maybe we pick up as we're gathering our things to venture out into the... You may have been resting. Grimes and I have been fighting death itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah. So With amber snakes. Are you guys at full HP and stuff? Like, are you recovered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. It is Saturday the 11th of February 20... No, not 20. Uh, 1511 is the year. How many months have we been here now then? In Caledonia? Uh, like, near to 20. Shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Almost coming up on two years. Yeah, what happens then, Neil? <coughs> I don't zero. know. We'll... And we keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> then, then we hit another landmark that we'll probably forget about until, like, two months after it's passed. Yeah, we'll just... Let's just see where it goes, you know? Maybe we'll hit the two-year mark and you guys will get recalled and that'll be the end and mysteries will be left untouched or maybe your your mission will get an extension. Who knows? Let's let's pick up, like, as we're having breakfast on the day when we're about to to head out, right? So maybe, like, we're packing all our bags, we've got the sled packed up and Mm -hmm. we're eating some food before we hit the road. Mm -hmm. And I I say to everyone... 
I'm about, I think I'm about ready to step outside of this fort now. Um, we talked about heading south to the lake. But uh, we also talked about going to recover the rest of Sleet's uh, body and the rest of the coins that were there. Now that we've got this portable hole, maybe we can make that job a bit easier. What do you say we head there first, uh, get that out the way, and then once that's settled, then we can head south? I like this idea. I have a new need for pieces of dragon leather, so uh, I would like to go there myself. Fair enough. I, dragon leather is one of the least uh, worrisome um, ingredients that I've seen you use, so... <laughs> Really? I would think it would be the most. I, I say still trying to rub like the tattoos like off my fucking face. <laughs> oh, no, it's not like permanent, right? Like it, it could wash off. Yeah, sure, but it's maybe like there's still like little bits. Okay. It's like yeah. quarantine. <laughs> You're trying to, <laughs> trying to get it off. <clears throat> well, if there's no objections, Grimes, Horus. You're the captain. Sure, I could use more materials. How's the armor coming along, Forrest? I s seem to be missing uh, arms and legs here. I'm working on it. All right. You can't rush art, William. No good. I want you to make sure you make it as good as you can get it. Okay. So let's. <laughs> so, do we need a boat to get across? Right. We should probably wait until we've got Zaz to drop us off on the other side of the river. No, I think we can just walk. Right. Can we not have canoe. It's not frozen, right? It's the, not. Frozen. It is not frozen. It is all not broken completely. up. We yeah, you skiffs, need a though. boat. You did get one skiff, I believe. Um, we got Zaz. one, and then we're gonna get another one next time Zaz shows up. Right, right. We can cross the river though on those nil, right? Yeah, you can cross the river on this <laughs> skiff uh, with your sled in tow. It'll be really awkward and slow going, so we're gonna have it take a lot of time. Uh, but you so can do just levitate sled. We have the portable hole. Uh. So, like, we have the sled, but it's not going to be, like, loaded up with stuff. We can just kind of, like, drop it on its side or something. Right. Yeah, the issue is just, like, making sure the boat doesn't flip with this awkward sled on top of it. Well, if I levitate sled and tie it to skiff with rope? Then you can cross at a normal speed. Let us do this. Um, I make right. preparation to levitate sled with powerful magic. I say tentatively, how much food and wood should we take? <laughs> <laughs> um... So I like the idea that William has become like browbeaten over the <laughs> <laughs> over the food and wood. He's just like, all right, I have um, to do this. I don't remember what we said the portable hole could do. Did we say that it could do like roughly as much as our sled? Roughly as much as the sled for ease of accounting. Okay, it's um, only fifty miles to Sleetsla. So let's take. Yeah, but we're also going to be there for a few days, cutting stuff out and things like that. It so. was a couple days to climb up to yeah. Slayer. You know, so I think we're going to be there for a few days, skinning that dragon too. So for that, if we get a month's rations, we should be good, right? Um, let's see. How many? How much firewood are we going to need? I'd say take more, just because we can always stock up more once we get there. Five times. Are we taking the dogs with us? I assume yes. Yeah. Okay, so 45 times nine. We do 45 days, 405 pounds of food. No problem. Just put that in the portable hole. 405 pounds of food. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, 45 days for nine. Let's that's... take wood as well so we can just make a straight beeline to Fort Pass and we don't have to hook the, hook the forest. Yeah? How much what? Let's take firewood as well so we can go... Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like the flies. If, you, if you want to... <laughs> um, we can use my Lamin's Hut um, for warmth 
except for in cases of blizzard and we should just have we could bring just enough wood for like a week's worth of blizzards or something right that's not that's a good idea yeah I mean, right. look the portable hole isn't slowing us down though let's just take yeah, five right. pounds of we can always just we can dump it in the okay in yeah i mean yeah. i just i'm bringing that up as an option right yeah, what yeah. we need firewood for at this point is just blizzard insurance yeah right so in the future <laughs> should we need to like how what's the longest blizzard we've seen about a week week and a half like bring yeah, that much like, yeah. bring two weeks of firewood like that should be, should be good appropriate right two weeks would be um so we burn during a blizzard i think we burn 12 hours a day so i think we probably 24 24 well, hours a day do we do it 24 hours a day during blizzards because you can mm -hmm. just keep the tent up right mm. i think 24 it, I think is nice um, you know, really we could probably escape by with less in well, desperate situations. 168 pounds for um, normal conditions. Double that if we want the... Uh, so 168 or 336, depending on if you want 12 or 20. Let's just take, yeah, Let's take 500 pounds right now. We can just take yeah. 500 pounds firewood, no problem. Oh, okay, let's no go. Less, no less. The, the hole right. gets loaded with food and wood, and you guys are ready to go. All right, we head out into the canoe. <laughs> Yaramir. <laughs> Let's uh, let's see this magic. Then let's get this sled over this river. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's the spell effect. <laughs> this is canonically how I do it. After, after I pass levitate, my my somatic components are rise. <laughs> so um, I go in the sled. I go in the boat first with the, all the dogs, and I go across the other side of the river. Get all the dogs out. Then I get back in the boat send the boat across and pick the rest of the guys up and we, we go across. Perfect. Uh, it is nine on the weather, so that is a light day. So uh, that's a D8 plus six times 1.5. Six times five dogs. Uh, that should be 18 miles today. All right. Wonderful. Uh, so you set out beelining across the open tundra, getting to about there. And let me roll some random encounters. Gotta remember how to do this stuff. And... <gasps> what does it mean? Uh -oh. What does it mean? I don't know what it means. Got yeah, attacked by Scruggs. Um... The dragon woke up. Yep, that's it. Sorry guys, game over. Remember when you rolled Chimera three times on your on your encounter table? <laughs> Good times. Encounter. Oh. I've fixed that problem with the encounter tables by having by tracking monster populations. So you can't. There aren't an infinite <laughs> amount of Chimeras with the ten percent probability of showing up. I still remember that time. happening on the West Marches. Like you killed all the Peritons in the area, so you could not roll a Peritin again. On yeah, the yeah it's because we got those three Peritin rolls back to back to back. Those, those brutes. Uh, okay, so you are cruising across the open terrain, the open tundra here. Um, when I think the, actually the whole party sort of spots this trudging little line of black dots on the horizon, maybe, uh, you know, two mile away, maybe two miles away. It's hard to tell. There look to be about seven of them, and they're just kind of going do 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 Sorry, can you say what those were again? Small little tiny black dots on the horizon, you know? Ferris, use your spyglass and your yeah. key yeah, out of the eyes. Yeah, I pull my spyglass and I magnify up on them. Oh, I forgot about the spyglass. Yep. I need to write that down. That's a magic spyglass, right? No. No, no, no it's a no, regular spyglass. Never mind. Yeah. I know a magic... you've got better eyes, but as captain, I feel like I should have a spyglass. Just... 
Feels right. Don't let your sense of entitlement get in the way of pragmatism. You've been doing good the past few weeks. Don't screw it up now. Wow. Been here the last couple of weeks. That's why? <laughs> uh, uh, so what you see are uh, a, a patrol of kobolds kind of skimming along the the open tundra, heading what looks like for the ocean. They're moving in a direction like that. Uh, Nimrod, would these be your kobolds? He shakes his head furiously. No. What pack? Oh, I forgot about here. Stupid butts. Stupid butts. I, is that what they call themselves? I don't know. <clears throat> but they, they other river pack. They're bad. Well. I think we it, should just go. If they if they attack us, we can just kill them. I think we've dealt with enough kobolds at this point. Grimes, tell um tell the kobold not to shout any insults at them or draw their attention. We, I'd rather not have to fight these if we can avoid it. Right. Question, Nimrod, do you think they are perhaps stealing our treasure? Whoa. Bad up eh? Where are we seeing them? They're, Just, they're, no, no, no. Those wouldn't be the kobolds from before. The kobolds up north don't go uh, south past the pass. So we see these. We, I, 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 we're seeing them south of the pass, not up. Yes. They're, oh, like they're like right along the past. Yeah. Okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, so Nimrod, try not to draw any attention. Leave, leave the stupid bets alone. Yeah, they're stupid. All right. So I guess we make camp, unless this is earlier in the day and we keep going. Uh, that well, is earlier in the day, and you, you'll just keep going and run yeah. into the, the kobolds. Um, uh, or ignore them. We're anymore. not in a wooded area, are we? No, it is wide open, flat tundra for as far as the eye can see, except the mountains. Since I really am... Oh, I guess we don't set up a tent or anything anymore. Oh, never mind. Okay. I was going to say, while the party's busy betting down, I was going to search the tundra for, like, things under the snow, but... We can um, still set the tent up, though, if you want to save the, um... Nah, 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 it's chill. I, we've got... I bought a bunch of crystal beads, so we've got... I've got beads for days. We can... We can tent it up. Alright. Oh. let do it. Alright. So, you guys tent up. It's all good, and we go to the next day. Can I get a calm movement roll from you, uh, Sean? And can I get a perception check from Grimes? 2.5. Nice. Wow, that's fantastic. Ooh, nope. I'm distracted. Uh, what are you distracted by? Uh, stupid butts. Stupid butts, indeed. Um, I'm so probably you... barking away with the dogs and, uh, mm. and Nimrod. Uh, it takes you 16 miles to get to Fort Pass. Um, and you still have another eight and a half that you can go here. But is there anything you want to do when you arrive at the uh, the ruined keep? It looks much the same as it did before. It doesn't actually look like there's been any changes since you've been Wasn't here a year ago. Wasn't there a huge ago. bloody battle here last time we were here? Nope. No. There that was a dragon. Was, there was a dragon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. While William was, like, taking a shit or something. Where yeah. was yeah. the... Oh, the, that was at Saltport. Fort Bloodbath. Yeah, Salt yeah Port, we, we yeah. called it that, didn't we? Like, we renamed um, it Fort Bloodbath. I do want to take a quick look through here um, for a stone tablet, maybe, or, like, a piece of stone that could be easily shaped um, to form a tablet. Um, 
I, I guess it is a crumbling stone fort, yes? So mm-hmm. perhaps I can find this. Um, uh, yeah, you can definitely find, you spend half an hour or whatever searching, you find a tablet-sized piece of stone. I want something roughly game board shaped. Yeah, you can find it. <laughs> Made out of stone? Yeah, yeah, if I can find stone, I think that would be the, the best can way to you carry it. a stone game board? <laughs> for um, now he can if he drains the stats not i'm already <laughs> encumbered so uh I, i'll just be further encumbered it's fine just put it actually how heavy is it in the portable hole i guess i mean aren't you riding the sled anyway i guess you're riding the sled that's right i forgot i was just riding the sled yeah it's you and nimrod curled up on the sled together while everyone else trudges through the snow on skis does nimrod doesn't run with the dogs no nimrod's too slow he sits on greg's lap Um, I'd like to search the fort for any signs of whatever. Actually, Ferris may be better off for this. See if he can find any droppings. You think someone's been here? Yeah. Uh, Is there is there there null shit in the fort? Uh, Give me perception checks, party. Uh, Will do. Twenty-two. I already failed one. Should I roll again? Yeah. Give me a separate one. Oh no! <laughs> I see nothing. <laughs> Too crazy. Nothing. Good, good work, Yarmer. All right, you guys find nothing whatsoever. Oh, wait, it's wait, just. Wait, wait. An... I, I, hey, hey! I got twenty-three. Yeah, I see that. You, you. There's nothing interesting here. It's just frozen oh. snow and rock, same as Your it was before. Your gets brought down by my roll. Like yeah. I'm so unhelpful, I make everyone else worse. Yarmer's like, look what I found! Look what I found! And everyone's like, I'm making what? everyone look at my like stone board. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't look like there's been any changes here. Let's keep moving. We can camp at the base of the ramp. All right. Yep. You guys get another eight-ish miles today. Mm. Um, get almost all the way to the entrance to that uh, valley. Yep. We'll take this opportunity to restock on wood since we're stopping in the forest. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, you can you fill know, up. Uh, uh, while, before you start skiing, uh, could I take your pickaxe? While I ride on the uh, ride on sled. Sure, I can lend Yarmir a pickaxe. Thank you, I appreciate. I, ice pick, whatever. I don't. Yeah, I, ice pick. Yeah, that's what you have, right? Yeah, I. I also. Are you carving a stone tablet? Yes. I'll probably give you a pitten as well. I think better than than an ice pick is to use the hammer end and like. Perfect. Oh, this was much better idea than I had. Good job, Grimes. Uh, unexpected. Yeah. That's um, how little he thinks of you. <laughs> the next day is also a calm day. How lovely. Can we bring the sled up? The, we can't go with the dogs and that came no, last time. You can pull the sled up the hill. It's just slow going, going uphill. Yeah, the dog should a... be fine because the sled is almost completely empty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, yeah. literally just Greg on it and they can carry like a thousand pounds. Well, there's yeah. there's there's me and a and a kobold and a giant barrel that's filled with an ice elemental that weighs oh, 100 that with pounds. Us? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. wait, oh, is that in the is that in the pole, the hole? That's uh, probably n- I, I assumed you would keep it in the keep. Like, why? why I think the hole is pretty much full of food and wood. Yeah. There's okay, enough then, room then, yeah, for the, a, the barrel. Yeah, the barrel okay, can either be on the sled or whatever. It You've got more than enough space. Yeah, I think it's okay. fine. Let's yeah. uh, let's keep it with us. Um, uh, 16 and a half miles today. Okay. 
Uh, and you guys are doing your normal thing, right? Where everyone kind of goes Actually, together and Grimes scouts around everywhere by himself and comes back to the party. And um, that's a the, little bit. What you I'm guys are with doing, right? I'm not venturing more than a mile away from the party. Right. But um, I will so scout a perimeter. Grimes. Ahead, come back. Um, partway through this day, you... How do I say? Uh, you're skiing along, kind of scouting out some woods here and there. And then a moment later, you find yourself in a different spot in the woods, kind of skiing along as if everything is fine. And you're just kind of shaking your head and realize, wait a minute, I I wasn't here a few seconds ago. I think I come to a halt mm-hmm. and like look up. I'm not a smart man, but can I like, has the sun moved or anything like that? Like, does it seem like time skipped or like I blacked out or uh, like, give me or, like an... I teleported? Give me a, a perception check and an intelligence check back to back to see. If so I guess can I'm like looking at the much... trees, looking at the sun. Am I in a different place or am I in a different time? I think my int is. Sorry, character sheet. More. Is that more of an int thing or a wisdom thing? It sounds like it's both. It sounds like oh, it's int. Uh, and... uh, I'm gonna do int. I think it. You could go argue wisdom, but since we reclassed it as willpower, I'll probably keep it as a, an int. All right. Okay. Int is ten. So here's my int. Very good. Pass. And, and a you said a perception? Yes, please. Okay. I nailed it. Uh, so you're pretty confident that you haven't really lost any time. And but as you look around, you're, you're in a different spot, but you're not that far away, actually. Like, I think I like... It's like you were walking through the woods and then you blinked and then you're like a hundred feet further or, you know, a, a thousand feet further through the woods than you were before. And you kind of just like skipped over yeah, something. Yeah, so... I mean, I think that nailed perception check is me coming to a halt and exploring the area thoroughly. I mean, like, I, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to sort out what's going on. Mm-hmm. As I'm, like, scouting out, do I, like, go back and forth through any crazy portals or anything, or was it just a one-off? No, there's, there's no crazy portals anywhere, and you can see the party off in the distance in the woods a few hundred yards away. Um, maybe, you know, yeah, a few, more than a few hundred yards away, but you, you see them as well. Yeah, I... I think I'll I'll search the spot for ten minutes, and if I don't, if nothing is apparent to me, I'll probably just chalk it up as a one-off okay. lapse in attention. And... You know, you're getting old. You're, sometimes you have these memory lapses, like you walk to the fridge and you don't know why you're at the fridge when you get there. It's one of those, maybe. Isn't Grimes the youngest of the four of us? I think so. Look, I yeah. have those moments, and I'm 22. So yeah. that's fair. That's we fair. all have them. Yeah. Uh, okay, the party reconvenes, and you've oh. got 16 miles chat, today. Chat reminds me to check for ski traps, and considering I nailed that perception check, I will uh, go ahead and metagame that question. So was there, like, a gap in my ski? In my ski? Like, I look back at my own Uh There's trail. not a gap, no, but there is a weird deviation where your skis, like, go and go and go, and all of a sudden they turn. And then they like go. They turn back to where they were going before and head on and keep going. Um, and then, then there's like the spot where you stop and you, you, you pizza your skis in order to mm-hmm. slow down and take a look at what's going on around you. And the area that I turned around inadvertently. Can I go back and explore that? I mean, sure. Yeah. Uh, you just it it stops at a tree. It's like you're skiing along and then you go and like check out a tree. And then you just head back towards the rest of the party, and then then you come, then you realize that there's a, a gap here. 
I mean, I'd take you're a look always at the tree. Looking at the tree I... I guess. Yeah, it's it's a fucking yeah. tree in the woods. All right, I'll just. I think I. I mean, I. Yeah, I'll chalk it up to a weird experience and keep going. I guess I can't really justify. Sure. You can think about it. Any further. On it. Uh, the party keeps trekking. I forgot how many miles we were. That was five miles, and you've got sixteen to go. So going uphill is going to be a little bit harder. Um, before we get out, this is going to sound super fucking metagamey now that now that that's happened, but I did intend to do this at the start of the day. I want to cut trees intermittently and see if any of them are alive. Because uh, I know this wasn't an area before, but I've been wondering if that's like expanding across something. Yeah, none of these trees here seem to be living. These all seem to be the old uh, dried out trees that are great for firewood. I mean, we did refill our firewood last yeah, night. No, so I was, it seems reasonable. Oh yeah, I would have had a chance there. Trees. But I'm doing like intermittently as we go through the woods. Because sure. we, we've sort of seen that it's some areas seem to have them and some don't. I'm trying to kind of catalog what areas might have them. Um, Neil, I mm-hmm. think that we probably shouldn't roll 1.5 times speed because you can't ski uphill, can you? Right, I'm going to reduce the movement switching, speed. We're switching. There's mountain. Oh. Movement. Yeah, there's different movement rates. So uh, I would maybe... How, was that half of our day to get here? Are we or still even faster less? than the dogs going uphill? Uh, yes, you'll be faster than your regular speed. So we'll that was probably do... only like a quarter of the day to get to the base of the pass, right? It was four miles out of your 16. So yeah, it was a quarter. Okay, um, so can we take three quarters of mountain movement? Is that what, we what I'm saying is if our movement is still higher than the dogs, then we'd be unimpacted. Because the 1.5 isn't for our skis, it's for the fact that we have the dogs. We just kind of assumed that our skiing rate is going to beat out the dog's movement rate. No, but the point is that we can only keep up with the dogs because of the skis. Let's not worry about it too hard. Right, but if, yeah. if our uphill point, ski movement is better than the dog's I, movement, I don't, still move I've, the dog's I've done the math. You will get an Grimes, extra 4.6 right. miles today. Let's go. Let's up the hill. Grimes, yeah, you look a little bit You look a little bit shook up. Are you all right? Uh, yeah, these woods just give me the creeps. He's all shook up. Mm-hmm. Um, as you, there's separate. I think we should. Shouldn't we just roll mountain? Uh, last time we just rolled mountain movement. I just you did can't... it as a percentage of yes. your remaining day movement over okay. the uh, movement that you would get on the mountains. I've I've sure. done some good math. Okay. It's easy peasy. This is an okay. order from your captain. Let's not worry about movement rights. Uh, as you <laughs> as you get to that open area where there's that slope with no trees anywhere, you spy uh, a collection of kobolds. They've already spotted you, uh, and they have spears drawn, and they are beginning How to far away encroach do we in onto you. Uh, you don't spot them until they're almost upon you, maybe, you know, 300 feet out. All right. Uh, I think I fire a warning shot right out, right out the gate. The hell is this? These kobolds finally grown a backbone up there. Well, uh, you know, honestly, uh, I thought I've been thinking we could use a little bit of a, you know, more variety in our diet. Give how me many, a roll to hit, Ryan. Yeah, um, uh, there's I, like I don't think he's trying to hit anyone. Is he? It's a warning shot. Oh. We'll see. No, warning, warning shot to... through the skull. <laughs> Jeezy, crazy. Um. Is that a full-fledged kobold kill? What kind of kobold has more than five HP? Uh, not this kobold. That's who. Uh, it crumples to the ground. Um, and the kobolds get to make oh. a... Uh, the kobolds decide to take this as an opportunity to attack. And we will roll initiative. Damn. Okay. Well, initiative it is. Apologies for the yeah. apologies for the phone. Nimrod, are these, are these stinky butts, stupid butts? Uh, as 
Let me just give them. Are these the wet furs or the graybacks that we were dealing with before? Yeah, these, these, are these our friends. They're trying we to told them not to. Kill. Didn't we tell them not to fuck with Sleet's lair? Yes. That's, yes. So this is this is divine punishment. Mm -hmm. Let's keep one of them alive. Okay. Uh, let's roll. We're gonna do just a d10 for the party, or we could do it individually. I don't care. There's just a lot of kobolds, and I don't like rolling dozens of. Yeah, we can just do the kobolds and really let us go and do. You want us to group? Yeah, let's do yes. group. Uh, someone roll a d10 for the party. I'll roll a d10 for the kobolds. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, the kobolds go first, and they burst towards your lines, spear in hands. Um, going as fast William... as their little kobold feet will carry them so, through the wait, snow. Are they coming all from the front, or are they surrounding us right now? They've got like a... They're all coming from one direction, but they're not clumped. They're actually fairly spread right. out. Yeah. Um, and then what are we looking at in terms of number? Somewhere around eight. You know, they're okay. moving in amongst so, the trees really quickly, and they're small, hard you to said get. There were no count. trees. There's they're no coming trees from here. the trees. Yeah, this uh, is a. Oh yes, no, sorry. They're, the they're coming from the side. Um, yeah, yeah. So you can easily get a head count there. They're we're definitely nine. hidden, guys. Sorry, counter <laughs> says so. They, they 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 came from the snow. How's that? They popped they from popped the snow. There <laughs> were nine. There are now eight. Now that one of them has a, a crossbow through okay. his skull. So I think the Easy natural formation we're taking here is Ferris and William are kind of in front, but a little bit spread out to make sure that like anyone trying to get by us to Yaramir is having to like run right by us and take a tax opportunity. Perfect. Uh, they will spend their whole round moving towards you because they are stubby legged, okay. um, and the party gets their action. The the kobolds okay. are. Not in melee, but they will be next round. They'll be able to do whatever they want. Holy my defensible position, just gonna ready an attack then. Okay. Nimrod, way, what pack is this? Nimrod looks and goes, I don't know. They're far away from me. How, how far are they then, Neil? They all look the same to me. Uh, they're, they're like 50 feet from you. So, harpoon then? Yes. Are these. Are, these are you wetfers? finally using your harpoon? Oh, no, uh, javelin, sorry, not harpoon. Okay. Oh, come on! <laughs> it's never been used. When, if not now, then when? <laughs> not now, I don't need to... You'll yeah, say, I don't need you'll to rock down a dragon. <laughs> Take it with the harpoon and then, like, do the Jawa thing. Like, oh! Grimes, you catch damage. a kobold who crumbles to the ground in And death. I think I start shouting uh, them as they're running towards us. Or can I identify shout? where they're from? I th I'm assuming these are wet fruits, right? I mean, you... You did do a charisma check Whip, one time yeah. to see if you could recognize him. Nah, it's been a while. I, I throw so I'm a just off the edge of the cliff. Wet furs, stand down. This is our pass. Uh, the the javelin goes wide. The wet fur wet furs <coughs> have no response to to Grimes's insults and yells. All right, Yarmir. Um, I will quickly. Uh, take out some iron powder and kind of lay it on the ground in front of me and trace out the growing tree and it'll wrap itself around William in his dragon scale armor and enlarge him 60% his normal size. All right. Fantastic. I, I bark in kobold and like, we told you not to mess with our treasure hoard. Um, and I think at the end of that round, I'll draw my dagger if the kobolds are coming into melee. Sure, they're yep. they're making their way towards you. Uh, roll initiative for the next round. Yep. Uh, D10, five. All right, the kobolds go first and immediately change course 
like 100 and, 130 degrees <laughs> and bolt for the trees and when they see like William there grow. Are trees. So they're like charging they're, at us and they scatter around yeah, us. Yeah, they're like coming from us. the side. Uh, if the, the hill is this way, they're coming like from the side and then spot the, the growing William and turn like run downhill towards the tree line. Where I think uh, we're blocking the whole, like they've got to run through us unless this, they go this, like through the mountains. pretty wide actually. It's wide enough that you are not blocking the entire route. I feel like, okay. So when, definitely at the base, maybe up here, it gets pretty narrow, but down here where you guys are, it's a, a nice wide open canyon mouth. All right, I give chase. I want to catch one. So I'm gonna- I'm just gonna pull out bow and start shooting, yeah. Before, before William gets a chance to give chase, I want to <laughs> whip out a clay figure, slam it into the ground and have this nice. hand run underneath them to, to snatch them. Uh, the hand burrows like a graboid and tremors and pops up beneath one of the kobolds, grasping it firmly by the, the paw, the, the hind paw, oh. uh, who then shrieks out, uh, while nice the others here, flee. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take some shots at the ones who are fleeing still. Go ahead, give us a couple of shots. 20 and uh, last on this round, nine. So one hit, uh, he's gonna take the six damage. He takes six. He dies. Yes, the other one sails over and misses. Um, William, you can catch up easily to the, the held one, the grabbed one. Can I like leap into, these, into the air and chase a couple down? They are still running. Sure. All right, I'll do that. I charge attack someone. You Maybe charge, two. you leap. Give two. me a con check while you charge. No, I don't oh, need no, to. You're on skis. You're on skis. You can chase after these no, guys way I'm, faster. I'm jumping, though. Right. So I don't yeah. need the con check, right? That's fine. Well, oh. no, you still need the con check if you're going to charge, but you can jump, no problem. But it also doesn't matter because you've got skis on, so you you could just ski downhill. It's way fast. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, All right. Do they have more than 11 AC? No. Okay, the other one should have hit two then for back attack. Oh, back attack, yeah. That's a hit. Uh, wait, yes, they have 13 AC. I'm sorry. Okay, never mind. I don't know why I said no. <laughs> All right, I mean, I'm going to kill one, I think. All right. Just uh, for this. Cut him yep. in half. A ski, ski past him and just slice him in half. Is... <laughs> and spin my spin my skis around and, like, trudge up to the one that's held. <laughs> All right. The, the few of them escape. There's one that's held that you guys catch up to. Um, and I think we can end the combat music now. Uh, the, the held one sees William and then, like, drops its feet, uh, spear and just falls over into the snow with its eyes closed. Just I, sh I sheath I, my sword. I think I ski over, sheathing mm -hmm. my dagger. And Bark and Kobold, what are you doing here? Oh, it's very clearly an unconscious Kobold fainted from the terror. All right, tie it up. We'll bring it with us. Nimrod can... Be its master. How heavy is a kobold? Thirty pounds, forty pounds. So I think I can just pick it up by the ankle and maybe toss it on the sled next to Nimrod. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tie it first. All right, sure. I'll tie it up. I suppose we've gotten him a servant. Uh, Nimrod, as you bring this kobold over, sniffs at it, kind of looks at it a few times, and looks over to you guys and goes, "I don't know." Hmm. Well, when he wakes up. We'll talk soon. Let's keep going. All right. You guys continue to push your way up the mountain. You get another three miles before the day is over. Uh, you know, that, that kobold has been unconscious this whole time, just like passed out on the sled next to Nimrod and Yaromir. Is it alive? I'm going to take a quick test here. I'm going to pull out my dagger and just poke him with it. 
Like not Ow! enough to cause any significant. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> significant injury, but I want to just enough to be a little, little bit of a jolt. Uh, it, it squeaks in terror and continues to remain unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's clearly awake. I think it's Rhymes. faking it. I. <clears throat> we can tell you're awake. It says nothing. Well, tell Nimrod, it. see if you can talk with it. Nimrod looks at you and goes, it's sleep. Hey, no speak while sleep. Grimes, <laughs> Grimes tell it, if it's, not go- if it's not going to talk, then we've got no reason to keep it alive. I'll be, I'll be executing it. Well, <clears throat> in Kobold, I say, if he's, uh, if he's, a, if he's not going to talk, he's no use to us alive. Oh. Might as well just chop him up and eat him for dinner. The other kobold <laughs> begins to stir. I, I wake up now. Hi. Hi. Oh. Hi. Oh, welcome. <laughs> what are you doing in our in our pass? Oh, your m- my mistake. We no know your pass. You see those scales? I point to William's breastplate. It nods. This is and then cave. looks at William like confused. Huh. Having shrunk. Yeah, it's... Okay. He's a dragon knight. He can change his size and shape at will. <laughs> he he breathed fire? Ice. Duh. Oh. What are you doing here? I actually... Do they have any... He doesn't have any cobalt pockets, does he? I'll give him, like, a shake to pat down. You haven't been stealing our coins, have you? What coin? Treasure. What treasure? And at this point, this kobold starts looking over at Nimrod, who starts looking at him, and the two kind of start sniffing each other around and eyeing each other up and down. I would appreciate less butt sniffing on... Ten on on sled. Not very much space for wizard while this is going on. <laughs> Just what, part of this kobold, aren't you? What pack are you from? He begins to puff out his chest and, and sit up a little bit more straight. Uh, looks you dead in the eye and proudly exclaims, "Where is the kobold packs for?" I am Half Moon. Never heard of you. I never hear you either. You haven't? No. You haven't heard tales of giant killers? <gasps> dragon slayers? You the I, giant like, killer? I swat him in the face with a giant braid. <laughs> <laughs> it nods, eyes wide with terror and kind of wonder. You, you kill... You kill you kill giant on on mountain. You you kill big one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and sleet and big fish and big fish, big fish gone. Mm-hmm. And now we're back for our treasure, and there better not be any missing. Whoa. Have you been to the cave? I point up the mountain. It shakes its head. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you take anything from the cave? Can't. It's sealed off, isn't it? Oh, that's right. We yeah, because we it with ice. <laughs> we literally poured a watering can for like four hours <laughs> to make an ice door. 
It worked though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know eat, right? <clears throat> he might. I point to the elf. <laughs> Is there anything more you want with this? Uh, want with this guy, William? It sounds like they they haven't been inside the cave. Although we'll find out soon enough. Any idea what they're doing here? Ask him. Go home. Ask him if he know where uh, I can find clay. If you cooperate, you can go home. Okay. Uh, what were you doing here? Looking for big fish. We're the big fish now. <laughs> you can be a big fish too. Hey! <laughs> maybe, he points to Willie, maybe that one big fish. <clears throat> I like get all up in his face, tower, towering <laughs> oh, over him. Maybe you all big fish. Okay. Mm. okay. Uh, clay. Uh, you know what clay is? No. He doesn't know what clay is. Do you have an example? I have I have a tiny sculpture of of a of a clay hand, right? So I can show, or I, I have a tiny sculpture of a hand made of clay, right? It was one of my spell components. I can show it to him. It'd be like this substance. You know where you can find this? Hmm. Weird. Isn't isn't natural clay like found fairly? It like it's different once you've like hardened it into a, a statue, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I think I fired it in a kiln, though, so it's just like air dried, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, it looks at it and it kind of shrugs because I, I know I look like nothing to me. I I, I just have frowny face. <laughs> Grimes doesn't say anything. He just is sad. Weird that we didn't run into these ones before, Grimes. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of woods. I guess a lot so. of cobalt territory around here. Yeah. Right, because uh, we met the, uh, were the butt sniffers up north? Or is that the wet furs? God, I can't even keep track. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you can speak to them, and if you don't remember, I'm not sure what chance I've got. All right. Is there anything more we want from this guy? Or should we just send him away with tails? Tell him that we're the top dogs now, not to bother us again. Uh, let's, big fish. Let's big just, fish. Uh, established. Let's hold on to him until we get to the cave, just in case he has stolen anything. Otherwise, we'll let him go once we get up there. All right. We'll uh, let, yeah, I tell him we'll let him go once. We'll, we'll let you go once we get to the to the cave and make sure you haven't been inside. He seems satisfied by this. And when you leave, you tell your uh, tell your tribe and any other kobolds that you meet about uh, about the new big fish, about the dragon knight. Okay. Okay, big fish. Uh, and. Goopy and Nimrod spend the rest of the time kind of talking in amongst themselves in very hushed tones, as if they're trying to talk without you guys overhearing. I um, am right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is very disconcerting. Yeah. Uh, what are... what, the next day is medium weather. Okay, so D6 plus three. So we, we have to camp uh, here on the gonna, slopes with a bunch of yeah. uh, with two kobolds. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be D4 plus one. Um, I think Goofy's I'm sorry, D4 minus one for the moderate weather. Right, Goofy, okay. I think, will have uh, a is that, tighter. Is that for ski movement? Uh, that's for going uphill. So D4 minus one, and then the dogs will add uh, 50%. Okay. Four and a half. Perfect. That is enough to get you up to the cave. Nice. Uh, which is still completely frozen over. Uh, but right. by the way, Goopy is leashed. He's, sure. I have like rope used to 
yeah, noose around his neck. Yeah, he's attached to the sled. Well, seeing it frozen over, I say mm-hmm. to Grimes, well, I guess we can let him go then, if he wants to leave. Do you want to burn into it first, make sure it's not an, an elaborate ruse? I, hate... I suppose. I start yeah. untying Goopy. Sure. I, uh, All right, Goopy. I get my I get my fiery touch going. I I just trace that little that little flame on my palm, and I begin like watch, watch this melting Goopy. out the nice. the wall of cave. In, sure. And I, and I try to do it like in view of the of the kobold. Like yeah, look how badass I am. Uh huh. Now that he's unleashed, Goopy comes and watches this spectacle with wonder and then, like, starts licking the water that drips down from wherever it's melting. Oh, no. Does he get his tongue stuck? <laughs> yes. And ends up with a frozen tongue on the ice, freaking out. <laughs> that shit's bad, too. It doesn't take very long for your tongue to, like... It'll freeze like that. Yeah. yeah. I guess I guess I'll reach down to like undo his tongue, but it is it is technically a touch attack. So uh, I guess he burns the crap out of his tongue. Yes, <laughs> you badly singe his tongue, uh, but it frees and he retreats and just bolts down the mountainside. <laughs> Uh, but you guys eventually make your way into Sleet's Lair with a combination of burning touches and ice picks and everything. Can um, I, for the, for the killing blow, just, like, jump charge through the ice? Like, it, like the Kool-Aid guy. Only if you scream, oh yeah, afterwards. <laughs> sure, make me, uh, roll me a d20. Okay. I wait until it's almost done, though, you know. Right, yeah, of course. Eleven. Sure, you smash on in, uh, nice. breaking open the ice. And you can trudge into oh, the lair yeah. <laughs> and find oh everything goodness. intact. Um, awesome. And I think you have, let's see, what was left in Sleet's lair? I can uh, tell you exactly. Leet's preserved so body. Oh. Whatever state of decay it is, but we left exactly 260 pounds of copper and 1,124 pounds of silver. 1,124 pounds of silver? Yes. 1,000 pounds. Okay, so I'm going to say we probably yes. don't even need to bother with the copper. That's that's a little bit unnecessary. Sure. How much copper is there? Um, 1,124, you said? This that's is what silver. we are here for. 260 copper. I have 1,168 pounds of silver left. 1,124 is what we We took some of the silver with us when we left, and that's probably where the discrepancy comes from. We took, like, a very small amount. Okay, sure. Whatever. It's um, So that would be, if there's that many pounds, that's 56,200 silver coins, which if we divide by 10 is, like, 5,000 gold. 600 gold. Okay. What in, I mean, I, can we jump all the coins into the hole and then lash Sleet's body to the sled? Does that work? Uh, Sleet's I mean, body is way too big. Yeah, but you can spend you a day s- cutting it up and yeah, getting what I want to get a, um, a ton of dragon scale material. Okay. How um, decayed is the body? Did the frost keep it frozen? Yes, the, it is it, completely frozen all the way solid. So we maybe Did, did, did it prevent it from deteriorating some? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's not like the other ones where we where we start to thaw it a little bit and it turns to goop. Because I, I imagine we're going to be thawing it as we go. Because if it's too frozen, I can't really cut it up. Or at least right. get a fire going in the cave and get it warm enough here. Yeah, we're probably going to be here for a day. We're going to need it'll, a fire. It'll probably take a day to get all this done. Um, so we'll just not worry about that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, gr- uh, not Grimes. I'm very sorry. Uh, Ferris, uh, would you be so kind as to cut me four or five long strips of uh, dragon leather? 
I plan to cut as much as I can. There's gonna be there's gonna be plenty to go around. But mm-hmm. specifically for me. Just... Do we still have the head? Sure. I don't I think, think we have the head. Yeah, the head is okay. Yeah, so we uh, could take the head back with us, I guess. And the wings. I, I think that's a good idea, actually, because um, there's some spells that require dragon bones, and I know yes, a dragon skull could be a good idea. Is there any way to preserve the head in ice without thawing it? So can we chop the head off while it's still frozen and keep it outside for now? Yeah. I'd like to preserve the head intact. It'd be nice to mount it. Sure. I think we should turn that to a skull, personally. Ah, uh, you know clerics and their strange magics uh, they probably wouldn't accept anything taken from this place anyway i'd rather keep it as a um what's the word as a you know trophy, trophy? do we yeah. have any taxidermists here on this continent i doubt it just just you yeah I'm really more of a of a leather worker but maybe one of the kobolds who knows but i'm sure that this would look good in the uh, princess's banquet hall Perhaps it would look what, uh, even better with simply the bones. Chat's asking about Nimrod's reaction to the dragon because he uh, had, amazed. He's probably amazed. At first, utterly terrified, but once he realizes it's not going to attack him, he just kind of stands mouth agape, staring at this thing as you guys like go and start defrosting it and shredding it and chopping its head off and like examining bits of leather. And Yarmir's like, "No, no, no! This strip is no good. We need different strip." <laughs> You know, there's bones being ripped out. He's just like, oh, what am I seeing? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's awe. It's a pretty cool time to be a kobold. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, um, we do our work, right? I don't think there's... Yeah, I think that's, that's know, all I kind of want to add a little bit to my armor. I feel like I'm not quite fashionable enough. I'm going to take off some of uh, Sleet's teeth, like the ones for the back of his mouth, because I don't want to I don't want to ruin William's grand display. Right, right. Um, and I'm going to start punching some holes through them. I'm going to make a claws. Sleet's teeth. All right, claws. Oh. You could do claws. I could do claws. That, that could yeah. work. Those, those are, are probably, probably a little bit long. big, though. Yeah, those are probably but huge. But for, like, sweet shoulder pieces? Yeah. I was thinking, like, sort of back teeth, um, but I was going to make, um like, a necklace out of some teeth. Can we use the tent tonight? Yeah. We're inside or, the cave. In the cave. I think a cave with a fire is the equivalent. Okay. I just want yeah. to memorize not Layman's hut. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah go for it. Um, so for your, the, the, the total value of this is 567,000 copper. So you guys get another 141,750 copper to spend. Um, okay. I don't you know where first yeah you are we assuming we get it back i i'm going to assume you get it back so okay. so could you say the the amount to spend again one more time one four one seven five zero perfect okay cool. so i think we spend a day here maybe two thawing the dragon carving yep. up the ladder yeah. and, um, loading um, up the sled and hole yeah i think yeah. it'll spend two days to get the job done done just right yeah. Um, and, and then seems like a good spot for a break. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, then we'll take a break, and when we come back, we will do some more adventures in Caldonia. See you guys right. soon. Bye bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. Um, so here you are. You have spent a few days collecting coins. Skinning a dragon, chopping off its head, playing with the bones, wildly impressing Nimrod, who has become much more quiet. Uh, he was always a little bit chatty and kind of bobbling and bapping to himself, but now he's just like... He was what to himself? Bobbling and bapping. Bapping. Okay, it, it's we're totally good. a word, yeah. yeah don't worry no, no, about no, it. I, that's fine. I just, I'm 12, it's okay. It's an onomatopoeia, it's fine. Um... 
Yeah, yeah, it's great. So that's it. It's two days. It's a few days later. The yeah. weather is uh, conspicuously calm. It's a little bit foggy out. The the air is perfectly still. You can see small crystals forming in the atmosphere around you. Is Sleet's um, cave above these peaks beneath it? Like, does it have a? I mean, it's foggy now, but does it have a view out this way? No, it does not. Uh, it, its view would be blocked by mountains. So, for all intents and purposes, now there is nothing useful left in the cave. More dragon hide and dragon bones and dragon flesh, if you desire it. So there is more hide here. Yes, there's more hide than you're going to be able to reasonably get in a couple of days. Okay. In terms of dragon pool. Compared to what we got the first time, though, are we getting like the same amount? Or no, no, no. I think last time, the first time you got what? Was it eight? John, how many um, armor bits did you get from it? Three, six, nine. He's he's, he's coming. He's coming. Three six nine. I don't know. That's Damn, he's fine. Ferris, how many dragon hide sections did you get last time? Six. Six. But I only took six because I I wanted enough to make three attempts at everything. Right. So I think this time, how many are you getting? You can get. All right. I took enough for three full sets, which would be six if you take the torso and the, the limbs. Right. Um. Uh, if, so I'm, I'm so the dragons how how big? I got to go back to the picture of its lair so I can measure. Because if it's pretty fat, then that's a lot of surface area to use. There is a very large surface area. There's more than you're yeah. going to be able to properly skin. Yeah, I mean, I know I can't use all of it either, right? Like the the hands aren't going to be great for uh, for skinning. Right. But if its torso is huge, that's probably a lot of opportunity for me to get more. Why, uh, why don't you just say how much we can carry now? Because forty, fifty. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be more an issue of fitting stuff in. I guess it's probably pretty easy because you can just layer it on top of each other. Yeah, I think the, the time can, the problem is more the time it would take to skin the hide for everything. Yeah. So I think you can probably get um, enough in these for two days for uh, twelve suits or something 12 suits okay yeah. so i had enough to make three total i can get 12 in two days uh do you guys want to stick around for another couple of days and do like another 12 i think we should i don't want to have to come back here so okay yeah so we'll i'll get enough for another 12 and um then we can hire like a leather worker to come down and make some more if we want more leather armor in the future all right so you've got room for 24 full suits uh, and i think between yep. your food and your your yeah. uh, wood and everything your your sled's pretty full now yeah, I think I think we were able to do it because we've been going through food and wood, so mm -hmm. we're we're kind of like we're okay. Right. What did, um, you, what did you want to say, Greg? Question: um, Is Displacer Beast hide not available for purchase? Uh, it is available for purchase. It should. Is it, it, should is be it in the black sky. market? Ow. No, it should it? be. I don't um, see it in the spell components list. I see. Uh, it might, sometimes those things have weird names since I just pulled them directly from a book. Let's see. Can I take some of the feathers from his wings? There's no feathers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see feathers very clearly. Neil, look, at, those feathers are huge too. That's like a 15 foot long feather. There's no feathers. Uh, wow, there is no displacer beast. Hi. Yeah. And I, I look in the black market and I don't see anything there either. Thin spells and magic, or tome of magic. Uh, spell. Oh god! But Neil has his own economics guide, right? Yeah. Yeah, Fucking but the. Okay, oh, here we go. The leather loop. No. No, I have lots of leather loops. Um. 
I think it's spells and magic has the uh, the components. Yeah, but I imported all that into a larger document for searchability, but it's it's available. It can be bought. Okay. Um, Material spell components acquiring. It's around. Sorry to like bog the game down, but it is actually important. It's, Here yes, we go. I found clutch. something. What'd you find? Uh, hide. It's called hide. I'll just look at displacer. Actually, not in here. Actually. Okay, so it's not in that. Perfect. Perfect. That's wonderful. Books. Just forget the one component we need. Um, I will I mean, get you. I'll get you a price for it, Greg. Maybe okay. like multiply the cost of a usual hide by a hundred because displacer beasts are probably pretty rare and dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll sort it out for us. Okay. Um, so. Two more days passed. You got twenty. You got room for twenty-four full suits of right. armor. Um, we have two lot. days in here. Are we in game right now, or are we still on break? No. Oh, oh you must have been gone back. when we came back to, from break. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. We're back. Okay. All right. So Neil, how much is left of the dragon? Is it more or less all gone now, or is that? No, there's still plenty of dragon left. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe we do have to come back, but let's. We might as well reseal it up, Yaramir. Have you still got the watering can? I, I, you are, you are keeper of magic items, remember? You're right. Let me just open my bag and check out. So I, uh, <laughs> perhaps I've been doing this for the last couple of days, just getting ready to seal the end off like we did last time. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It does take a long time, like hours of pouring the can. Yeah. Are, are we actually yeah. sealing off the entrance? Yeah, we should. If, yeah. there's still, if there's still more dragon, then we don't want it to rot. Not with us in it, right? He's preparing to do it. Like as he's <laughs> narrowing the hole we yeah. barrowed yeah. into it. Um, so if we're here for a day, um, I would like to spend some time crafting a, a kind of a special scroll. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take out my last like big hit dice scroll um, that's not the giant, um, and uh, I, I prepare it a little differently. Um, I, I pull out um, components that would normally be in in, a, in the powerful like sign of sealing spell, this like powdered ruby. Um, and I and I mix it um, in with with um, these three rings, uh, uh, silver rings that would be part of a sealing spell, the bands of cerulean. Um, and I make a, a special ink. Um, and over the course of a day, I, I tattoo in, <coughs> I tattoo in a very special um, um, rune that I don't know if we've seen um, in play yet. Um, it, it is the the rune for past life um, into the into the scroll basically um, but uh, I'm doing it with the special components in an attempt to make it more permanent um, and um, so let's see where is where is past life on here uh, 25 GP is the displacer nope, 25 is not the one displaced self isn't close to it Past life number eight. Okay, so yeah, so it's this is this big ornate coffin lid, right? That mm -hmm. that is getting put in here with this like kind of glittering ruby and silver ink um, that's tattooed slowly in. Um, and I, I take small thin strips of dragon hide, um, and I begin uh, the the process of binding this scroll to the tablet I made. Um, but um, underneath 
the the scroll um, be in between it and the and the dragon or and the and the um, stone tablet, I place in a um, lock of hair that I that I kind of take out of my bag very carefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and it's tied up with a small pink ribbon. I just place it under there, um, and then go about using the bind spell to like uh, socket this basically um, with dragon hide to the top of the stone board. Mm. And I just kind of, I kind of wave my hand over it as I finish, right, um, mm-hmm. and intone just a single word, "cat," um, and see if I can call forth this image of my of my daughter. So you're inscribing the scroll with past life, but you're not casting past life, or are you doing it both? I'm I'm using the process. I have a process of creating scrolls, mm-hmm. right? I can imbue scalps with this magic, um, and in an attempt to make it permanent, I am using sealing spells. Mm-hmm that uh, that uh, I, I have as ingredients. Um, and I, I'm, I'm working this coffin, so make coffin inside of the ceiling spells. And then I wrapped basically this this kind of special scroll into on around and onto this board so that it's in touching with my this lock of my daughter's hair. Mm-hmm and then uh, sealed to the board. So there's this, there's this specialized scroll I've created, right, that's, that's on there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm hoping that um, either, either with the command word of hopefully cat or, or from the, like, there's a verbal component to past life, maybe I, I say that as the, as the uh, necessary verbal component. And I'm hoping to cast the spell, but in such a way that this this particular scalp is more permanent. Yeah. So you you go through this process and you can hear as you wrap the, the scroll around the board, you can hear the the sound of like nails on stone like scratching into the stone as you uh, wrap it around it. Mhm. Um and the the image of cat does not appear before you anywhere but as you're turning the board over and checking you see that her face is inscribed on the back side of the the stones tablet now interesting Mm um i guess i guess i kind of smile inwardly to myself uh, uh, uh both like um in pride of of actually accomplishing something and then like seeing it's been years since I've actually seen Cat's face, right? Yeah, um, without pictures, maybe, it's all just kind of memory right, and fuzzy. Right. Um, and so maybe, maybe if if anyone is watching, there's probably just like uh, a long moment of of sadness, right? Just kind of in the in the cave, um, just kind of like a very teary eyed, silent Yarmir for for a long time. Um, until eventually I just kind of wrap the the board back up and and head to, like my sleeping area for the night. Okay. So some days pass. You've been in here for a while. It is the old 19th of February when you leave. It is a moderate day out. Okay. Uh, you guys are going, going downhill, downhill, so you go back to so skiing. super easy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why don't we go ahead and just use like forest and tundra for movement speed because you'll just be going downhill, which is okay. So what do I roll? Fast. Uh, it is a moderate day. 
Let's do uh, d6 plus three. Oh, so we're doing normal, normal movement yeah. times 1.5. Okay, I see. Uh, there we go. Wonderful. Uh, seven and a half. Oops, those are the wrong dice. Uh, so you easily make it to the base of the mountain by the end of the day. You have some trouble with the sled going too quickly for a little while and almost like running over your dogs and you have to like <laughs> stop it and get it all sorted out. And then one of your dogs like starts lying on its back and wants to be petted instead of pulling the sled. And yeah, you know. I think the solution is Ferris will like hold on to it from the back and he'll kind of like go pizza whenever it's starting to speed up right. and then go uh, whatever French the fry. other yeah. Whatever he needs to. What what is it? It's like pizza and then and French fries. French fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know skiing. I've we we I, I go outside. We have things on feet in snow. Yes, has been done. Um, all right. The day ends peacefully within the confines of the forest. The next day is also moderate in weather. Six miles. It is slow. Going. Yeah, up the right. Is that all the right info? Yes. Um, so it should be. Do, do, do. So where are you guys heading now? Are you headed back to the fort? Yeah, we need to drop all this up at the fort and then head okay. back south. Wonderful. The next day is light. Uh, okay, so I... that's D8 plus 6. Mm-hmm. 8 plus 6. Oh, come on. There we go. 18 miles today. Nice. Uh, and Ferris, can I get a, a perception check from you? Yeah. Do I have any sort of bonus for the spyglass? Uh, no, thank you. Okay. Uh, 18. Wonderful. Okay. Um... Just uh, for purposes of clarifying, William did seal the cave behind us. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he did. All right. So let's get you guys going 18 miles today. Uh, And when we come to the end of that day, I want to check in with Grimes. Uh, Things are going surprisingly well for this last while. You know, you get back to the dragon lair. It's there. The kobolds are all fearing and respecting you, sort of. And there's mountains of silver. (laughs) <laughs> literal mountains of silver you know not enough to hide a dragon under but there's a lot of it here um maybe if we converted it to copper maybe yeah uh, how how are you finding life in caledonia man are you is it better than it was back at home um no no but i think <laughs> i'm going to growing accustomed to it and you've got the respect oh. of your captain you've got more money than you can shake a stick at You've got and no one to, to throw you in jail. On. Oh, nothing to spend it on. It's true. What what is it that you miss from back home? Is there anything that you you miss? The people, conversation, women mm. Mm. that are constantly barking orders or mm-hmm. down on me. Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Satisfied with that. Uh, it is the next day, then. 
All right. Which is a calm day, a very calm day. 19 and a half miles today. Almost, almost. Almost. You get back to the swampy area of Swampside. You can't quite see the river, but you do see the ocean. Um, and it is calm out there. The waves are a little bit chopped. Just, just a little bit of rise and fall. Some icebergs floating about and, you know, critters. Yep. It's a nice day. Um, and then the next one? Uh, not quite. Ferris, okay. you gave me... You got an 18 on your perception check. Can you make me another perception check, Ferris? 32. All right. Here we go. So as you guys are starting to set up camp on the inside of this uh, swampy area with some trees and whatnot, uh, Ferris is kind of walking around, taking his time, and you see a, a group of gnolls. Uh, most definitely, they are heading... Are they following us? Uh, no, they're not really heading. They're kind of heading in your direction, but they're not heading towards you. Okay, you know, do they heading... seem like they know we're here? No, or they you just definitely feel like you've spotted them before they have spotted you because okay. you're within the forested area and they're out in the tundra. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I think is this it? is the first time we've seen gnolls south of the pass, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is it, Forrest? What are you looking at? There are gnolls that way. Can I see? Yeah, I tossed the spyglass over to you. Don't oh, throw that. The thing's worth more than... Are they, um... They I forgot William only has seven dexterity. I'll be more careful in the future. <laughs> uh, it's seven gnolls. Do they look like the ones south of the first mountain pass? Like, are they bigger? No, these like look the... like the regular gnolls, like um, Bokasa and Manji-sized. Okay. Manji was a... Uh... He was a southern one. Yeah, he was one of the yeah, You mean Bokasa and Musa? Uh, yes, Musa. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bokasa mm. and Musa. How far away? So are it's they? not the further south you go. They were like the the middle filling of of supercharged gnolls. Yeah, they're like the Oreos, the the best parts yeah. in the middle. Mm -hmm. uh, they are about um, two miles from you. And then, I mean, if they had a spyglass, could they see our camp? Your camp is within the woods of the swamp, so probably not. Um, you're, you're in shade and in cover, and they're out in open, blazing, bright tundra. Um, Do you think you could take the spyglass and go and spy on these guys and make sure, see if, work, if you can work out what they're doing? Sure. While we make up camp? Yeah. I'll cover your watch tonight. You want me to watch them over the night? or? Well, just until you can work out what they're doing. Do make sure you come back. I'd rather you didn't freeze to death out here. If they're just hunting seals on the on the coast, then you can come back. But I just want to make sure that they're not doing anything. Do they have skis? Tricky. They do. They do. So I don't know if I could outrun them. But you can keep up with them, though, probably. Certainly outsneak them. Yeah, so I will take the spyglass and ski along after them. Sure. Keeping a couple miles between us. Oh, uh, I, hand them the I hand them the horn as well. Okay, sure. They... I will stick to the edge of the swamp. You mean you don't trust my whistle strategy? <laughs> I mean, I just don't know if we could hear the whistle. The horn's probably moving. <laughs> uh, they look like they're headed straight for the ocean, uh, kind of not even going into the swamp. They look like they're going to clip the edge of it and head right up here. All right, so I'll skirt the edge of the swamp and just sort of mm -hmm. track them into the evening while the party makes camp. Sure. Uh, they're pushing pretty hard. 
and it, they head for the coast. And then once they get there, they they take like a, a northwestern bend uh, and head towards the base of that mountain. Um, at that I point, you would have a... to leave the cover of the the, the swamp and forest to, yeah. to follow them. And I think them. it's probably getting towards evening. It's right? definitely uh, so late. I... Mm-hmm. So I will head back to the party and report on their uh, on their course. You think there's like a, a cave on the beach or something? Maybe that they're sleeping in. Maybe, or maybe they can cross into the mountains. Maybe next time we head out this way, we might not want to uh, disturb them. All right, I'm considering maybe we should just go up there tomorrow and kill them. <laughs> Why have you turned so bloodthirsty all of a sudden, William? You can't trust these gnolls. Whenever we've tried to parlay with them in the past, they uh, they turn on us at inopportune moments. It's best we deal with them on our terms. Yaramir, show me the light. Show Oh, yes, yes. I am very illuminating. Perhaps it is best way to... One surefire way to turn the gnolls against us is to be the first to attack them. Do we really believe that uh, Captain Hughes and her crew are capable of fighting off these gnolls? Should they decide to attack? They have a walled fort. Of course they are. If they They did not stop them from losing half their men to kobolds. If the gnolls attack the fort the same way that they attacked Saltport, I don't believe that Hughes and the men can hold them off. We were four people and we held them off. Yeah, but we are. You're much stronger than Fort. (laughs) Yes, but the Fort has what? Twenty armed troops. I I still hold that if they were any good at job, would not have died to kobolds. What do you say, Grimes? Um, I'm curious what they're doing up there. I am too, but one thing that would stop them from turning on us at all is if they don't know we're here. We haven't met any gnolls yet. They don't know we exist as far as as far as they're concerned. Yes, I am sure month-long construction in the middle of swamp went completely unnoticed. What reason do they have to go to the swamp? They, they were the... here, were they not? They, they seem to the live price. to the south. They went up to the north to go to a cave. That's miles out. It's on the other We're on the other side of the river. They can't even reach us. That's what we think. Overconfidence. None of the no. Every every other creature we met on this continent had no idea what the hell a boat was. And you want to tell me these ones have mastered boat technology? Look, these are smaller than the other ones, and they're surviving down here, so they must be smarter than the other ones, right? Do you honestly think that they? (laughs) Do you really think they have boats? Do you really think? I just. uh, Is it worth taking the chance uh, to save the lives of a few nulls? I don't think we need to go out of our way to hunt them down. Hmm. I'll sleep on it. Aren't there more mission-critical things for us to be doing? Exactly. This is a waste of time. Like what? Like heading to the ruins at Lakeside? I wonder if that's where they came from. The gnolls seem to be the dominant species, at least in terms of how much land they've, they've, they've conquered here. Okay. The king, the kings of the slums, maybe. <laughs> as soon as you start looking into, uh, they're never going to be top dogs when there's giants and dragons on the same continent, but yes, they do seem to have dominion over kobolds. Well, you guys get some sleep. I'll take first watch and I'll give it some thought and uh, I'll let you know what we're doing in the morning. All right. Uh, 
The night goes without incident. Morning comes, and it is a very calm day. Foggy, calm day with crystals hanging in the air. Well, just in case we need it, there's the movement. All right, so when we wake up, I say we'll uh, we'll leave the dolls for now, but we'll check that out next time we're in the area. And we'll head back across the river. Uh, the fort sees you coming and sends a, a skiff over, and it takes a little while, but you guys can unload all of your goods and everything into the fort, mm-hmm. unload the dragon hide, unload the coins. Um, you can unload it all. Does anyone have any reason to spend the night at fort, or shall we... Uh, I could finish trying to make your armor. Has our uh, <clears throat> has our supply ship come? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. You know, did they ever um, revert the supply ships back to monthly, or is it still bi-monthly? It's still bi-monthly. Despite our increased profits. Uh, does anyone want to... Yeah. While we're talking about supply ships, does anyone want to buy something with our massive amounts of money? Uh, I was actually going to bring up, we should buy barbed wire for the walls. It's not a bad idea. That exists. Does that exist? Yeah, I, I imagine there's got to be something akin to it, right? Like some sort of spikes that, like metal spikes that we can affix to the walls to like prevent climbing. What about just like grease? Uh, metal spikes would only make it easier to climb because then you'd well, have. Saying, that's why I mean like barbs, like very small spikes, like caltrops maybe that we could implant in there. Yeah, maybe. Um, Even if we can't get it wired, like we could, like this. What the mm-hmm. fuck are the soldiers doing here? They can spend a few days like implanting caltrops into the walls to make sure nobody can climb it. Sure, and they can sharpen stakes and put it out in front of the fort to face outward. Although without cavalry, that's, that's more of a cavalry thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's what I meant by like cal. Because that's you can't use those as like a handhold. They just make climbing. Very- what if yeah. we lined the wall with bear traps? <laughs> <laughs> Just like bear traps on the wall, so if they climb, it's like snap, snap, snap. Bear trap scale armor. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, uh, I don't know if barbed wire, I don't know when barbed wire was invented, but it wouldn't surprise me if that was a medieval thing. Even if it was kind of. I don't know. I'd like to pull from some historical sources and see what people use to line their walls with. Um, Was barbed wire invented? What else can we? What else could we buy? Well, I just big... bring this up because we're sitting on. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Is there any big ticket items? I mean, I'm thinking like, how much would it? Even if we paid for, a, even if we pay for a blacksmith to come out here and build a forge, I've still got to sit in the camp for a month, haven't I? Is that right, Neil? If I want. Yeah, I don't really think that makes sense. No, I don't think so. Make the no time sense. and money investment is just insane. So full plates off the menu. I don't see yeah. what else. Don't don't just stick with the dragon armor, man. Yeah, I'll stick with the dragon. I can armor. I can try and make you higher quality armor over time too, and that should give you an AC bonus. Okay, okay. But um, yeah. So I don't think barbed wire is an option. But no. Can we do like caltrops with like long spikes in the back that we can literally like implant into the walls? I mean, can't we just grease the walls? I feel like that's the simpler option. Yeah, but that's a little less permanent. I feel like. Yeah, but the men because it's gonna freeze it. over gonna reapply it yeah i mean at that point you might as well just pour water over the walls and so you get like a nice vertical sheet of ice on the outside that's a good idea we do have Uh, an infinite watering can that's a good idea yeah why don't you leave the watering can with them and they can just freeze the walls and make them like sheets of ice all the way around oh yeah we we do that cool what about bear traps though (laughs) (laughs) that's We'll, we'll put the bear traps under the ice as a second layer of defense. 
Right. Um, why don't we? Oh, yeah, I think Ferris will tell them like how to use the water and okay, it'll show so them that like it never runs out. Do you mind me just Ice going apeshit with uh, with uh, spell components? You buy components, but don't spend it all. Why don't we buy another spyglass for Captain Hughes to keep at the fort? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, is there anything else we need? And maybe what another about, one uh, for Williams so he doesn't feel left out on the spyglass no, party? I'm alright, I'll be alright. What about, is there any way we could like, have a boat built that could, um, no, sail down the, down the river? The, if you're gonna want to clear the river to make it safe for boat passages, that's going to be a feat unto itself. You could hire a crew to come here and clear the river of these icebergs, because the icebergs take a while to form. If you clear the river, It'll be clear for a long time. You know, you might have to have someone come back periodically and, and make it clear, but you could hire a crew to to make the river traversable. It would take Can we some build time. a bridge? Oh, you wait, could, no, the, the river was really wide. The it, river's really wide, yeah. yeah. Um, what about, like, um, a naturalist? Someone who maybe knows how things grow, and maybe they know about elves? You know, like, somebody, like, come be an advisor on and maybe help us work out what's going on. Do you want to just buy a, a, buy a leather worker? Just so that I don't have to do this shit anymore. Yeah, so yeah, that we can have leather armor made while we're while we're ranging out of the fort. That seems like a good idea to me. It does seem like a good idea. How much does it cost to pay a leather worker to be here? Uh, let me look it up. Like we paid him for a year. Right, right. Yeah. Honestly, um, we could probably just do six months. Like here, here's your materials. Make as much dragon scale armor as you can. Yeah. Six months, yeah. Ooh, we could buy alchemy stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Could you make potions? Um, you have to be level nine for that. See, a yeah. leather worker is 30,000 copper for one year commitment. 30,000 um, is not bad, to be honest. I think your carpenter is probably approaching a one year here as well. So, and your kennel master. Um, yeah. So maybe bring, maybe uh, if you want them to stick around, another 30 and 32 for them each. All right, so if okay. we drop 100,000 copper, is that enough to pay for a leather worker and the cattle master? And yeah, the 92 yeah. for all three. Yep, uh, 100,000 will cover all of those people for another year. Okay, so kennel uh, master was 30... Uh, 30, 30, and 32, 50, or 32, 500. Hound master... I mean, that's lit, that's less than what we've just made selling the silver from sleep. Leather workers. Yes. Yeah. Do we need to build anything special for the leather worker? Or is he just going to uh, use? All nope. Of them? He's got Ferris's stuff. He'll come with some of yep. his own supplies. He's all good. Okay. What What else is there? Let, let's think big, big, big scale. Yeah. What else could we spend? How much money? Have we um. Got? Well, thinking you, small we, scale. We have really six hundred and seven thousand copper remaining. Got that. Okay. That's thinking small. small scale really fast. Can you buy an extra scimitar so that I can blunt it down and use it as a practice weapon? Uh, we already have blunted weapons. Yeah, I want a scimitar though, because it's it's a little different than a saber, and I want something more accurate to what I actually fight uh, with. We have. I actually don't think there's. We have two kopeshes and, and two sabers in our. Yeah, I, I need a scimitar. I mean, we can get okay. it. Why not? It's Are like those a... really different? Okay. Not yeah, substantially, I but sabers... I want it to be. If I'm going for high mastery, I want it to be as perfect as possible, you so, know? I'm like the impression that a saber is what white people call. Don't you. Scimitars. Don't you. They're I a think little different. Yeah. Sabers tend to be less curved, um, but they are very similar. And scimitar is kind of a broad classification. There's a lot of different types, so it really depends on what you're looking at. Sabers tend to have a thin blade. Could our carpenter build a ballista if we bought uh, uh, plants? Um, Ryan, you're an engineer. What do you need to? Could a, a per, could 
could a contractor build a ballista if they just had the plans? Or is there, like, more complicated um, stuff involved? Uh, I don't know if this requires engineering. I think this is more of a game mechanics question. I think you need someone with the engineering proficiency to oversee construction of siege engines. Why do we want a ballista? The main there, is no, there is no scimitar, so we have what you need. If the... Um... If the dragon so, attacks the fort, or if the giants attack, it would be nice to have Pricing-wise, uh, yeah. so it's it's going to be the same as the normal, like, generic blade, Greg. Yeah, it'll yeah. be the we same price as an arming sword. Maybe an, maybe an engineer could prepare draft, could draft plans, and a carpenter could put it together. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I mean... I think that seems reasonable. I think maybe we would... Just, yeah. just having an engineer might be a good idea. There could be loads of ideas that he might have that we haven't thought of. Sure, you could hire an engineer. How much would that be for you? Uh, let me just... I'm going to... They're not on the list, so let me um, figure out what they normally... Uh, what you hire for a year for them to be, and then give it another 50% because they have to come down here. Yeah. Uh, spell components. Where are yearly wages? Net income. Here we go. I think that's in a different... That's in a different spreadsheet, is it not? Uh, no, it's the net income in the economics guide. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, never mind. I thought that was in a different spreadsheet for whatever reason. That's probably why I couldn't find it the other day. Siege Engineer costs a bunch. 21,840 times 1.5. Uh, that'll be another 32,000 for the engineer. Is that right? Is he, is he, is he only for siege weapons? Uh, I mean, he's specialized in siege weapons, but that will allow everything else as so well. So why do we need a ballista, though? Because Palisade, okay, because Palisade are really nice for like, like what what good is that going to do? What, we we can just use archers to shoot down anything that attacks our walls, and if we if we're trying to shoot down other siege engines, what the Ballistas fuck is going to are really no, handy no. for taking down dragons or dragons. That's the only thing I can think of is if a dragon attacks the fort. But I'm going to be honest, if a dragon attacks the fort, that ballista is not going to do fucking anything. It's going to be forty three thousand six hundred eighty for the engineer for a year. I think it's totally worth. Or just order a couple ballistas from the mainland. How much should the ballistas be outright? To fortify the fort? Yeah, it's a fortify the fort. Why would you need that? The only thing it can be good for is a dragon. And if there's a dragon, it's going to kill anything on the ballista. Uh, You'd be surprised. Yeah, not if you're mining it. If you're mining it, we can kill shit. Yeah, I can take one breath weapon then. Maybe. Assuming I pass my save. The advantage of siege engines is the Thacko is built in. So regular soldiers operating a ballista... Uh, are as effective as anyone operating a ballista. Yes. Right? It's, it's but, combat effectiveness is based on its design. If, if it's, a giant how long are they going to last against a dragon is the problem. Well, you're ignoring giants, though. What if giants are suck? Yeah. That could yeah. be better, yeah. All right, fine. Okay. I can see the point behind that in case we get attacked by giants. We have it seems like a discussion to have with Cal Hughes, though, right? How much would it be to buy a ballista outright instead of just hiring the engineer? They're typically 200 by the books. 200 gold, so 20,000 ballista. So why don't we just buy two ballistae? Because why not have an engineer around to do with me? He might come up with other ideas. Because an engineer is going to be more expensive than that. The engineer will be the cost of two ballista. Yep. Yeah, why not just buy two build them at half price or something like that? Because Uh, you you build them for free because you just have all the supplies Well, materials cost is usually considered half of... Yeah. Cost. Why don't we just buy two ballistae? <laughs> because for the extra money, like the engineer could provide value. Like we've got all this money with nothing to spend on. Like why much, not? So it's it's forty thousand basically for roughly for the engineer for a year. Yeah. And yeah. it's roughly twenty thousand per ballistae. Yeah. Yeah. So if we cut that cost in half, factoring in materials, then at 
four ballistae, we break even. Which is about what you need to take down a dragon. So why don't we just buy four ballistae outright? Because the engineer could have other ideas. I think it's useful to have someone like that around. Build a bridge, right? Build a bridge over there. How long would it take to build a ballista? A couple weeks, maybe a month. So contract them for a year. That wouldn't be too bad, I guess. If it's if it's like maybe a month per ballista, that could work. We'd still be waiting four months. The more people in the fort, the stronger our presence here is as well. From the mainland's point of view, right, we're uh, we're increasing our we're bringing more men to the to the expedition. It looks like we're being successful. There may be some questions on the mainland if we're like constructing siege engines. Is there not a shortage of engineers in Drakus right now? Are they not all sent to the arcade? I, I imagine it'd probably be easier to get to the Aridonian front right now, actually. Yes, uh, that's right. I, I think everyone is being employed, and if you guys need an engineer, that you can get an engineer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's a busy 40, world, 000. but you can get what you need. All right, yeah. I let's do it. Engineer and uh, uh, leather worker. Uh, all right, and then rehire on the other guys. So forty thousand for the engineer would bring our total. Or it was forty-two thousand, right? Forty-two. The engineer was forty-three six eighty. Okay, so forty-three six eighty plus the ninety-two that we had to do for the other three uh, is going to be ninety-two uh, five hundred. Yeah. One thirty-five six eighty. Oh, right, plus right. five hundred. Uh, one thirty-four yeah. one. One thirty-six one eighty. Okay, there's still a significant amount of money left. So, any other ideas? Um, the scimitar we can probably just scratch off as being a trivial expense. Yeah, I don't know. No, like, we, there's no, scimitars do not exist in Two Point let's, Neal. Let's, so let's not, uh, let's there, not. We already have your scimitar in, I already bought the weapon that exists in its place. Yeah. You can blunt it and use it. It'll work. Sure. Um, okay, so you are here at the fort. You hire a carpenter, a leather worker, a kennel master, and an engineer for a year. Hmm. Any other ideas? I put a hundred grand down on spell components, so when they come, I can add them. Okay. Perfect. Um, um, do you want to bump that up to two hundred really fast? No, no. Do you want to bump that up to two hundred because we we're we're kind of like running out of ideas here for what to spend our money on. I don't want to do the math on an additional hundred thousand. I already <laughs> did the math on what items those are, so I'm going to stick with that. Do you need any fancy items to bring cat like the uh, your snowman back or anything like that? I, do, I, I, I don't know. Would, I need to find a way to replace the binding property of the Ankh, right? And so I'm hoping Clay will do the trick because that's like mm. the original um, myth of the golem, right? Mm. Just buy some clay from the mainland. Buy as much clay from the mainland as you want. It is yeah, cheap probably, yeah. and plentiful. We can do that, I guess. I thought <laughs> it would be more cool to find a bunch of it. I don't think you can really dig for clay when you're on a frozen continent. Digging is kind of a, a pain we in the definitely, ass. We definitely found clay uh, and made hand sculptures with Amelie that one time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you found it, I think, down, like, built into, like, in the cliffs by the beach. It was at the coast. It was on the coast mm -hmm. up by our old fort. Yeah. Um, is there something else we could use? How much would it be, roughly, to build a bridge? Uh, it's well, not going to be feasible. Use the bridge. That's a bad idea, because yeah. if we build a bridge, anything can come over. Let's it's just also keep, just not going to be feasible. So, 
Yeah. Uh, where are you guys going next? Let's let's keep going. If you think of things you want to buy, you can put it down because Zaz sure. isn't here for a little while. Okay. Uh, but you're gonna south. drop stuff off at the fort, and then are you staying there for a day, or are you gonna take advantage of this calm weather and move on? No, we'll let's just, just go. We'll go south. Yeah. yeah. So we drop off all of our stuff. Um, okay. Greg, didn't you get an item you needed to finish a thing? No, I need Zaz to get here. That's okay. my displacer. Is Zaz here, right? Like right when we get back? No, no, she she's not. Okay. Won't be here for a while. Yeah. We oh, just okay. we just uh, I we were just making notes of Got things it. that we ordered. Okay. Right. So let's just. Did we get go. back to the fort? We, yes. Our boat yeah. was still there, and we. Uh, they they sent the boat over to you. They keep it on their side. I think How it was probably on our side because we. Time. Yeah, we. I think we, they had. I imagine this the fort rowing you guys across and then rowing you back. That's so the thing. That's not what we described. Oh, maybe okay. I wasn't. I was. I was going to suggest that we um, we get like two wooden posts and tie up any boat that we move across. This is getting way too minutia right now. Let's just let's move on. I have a. I have a. When we get back to the fort, um, I have a question for William, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Regarding our exp our expenses, right? It's like, uh, correct me if I am not wrong, but in letter you read to us, uh, it said something about uh, bonuses not being paid for soldiers that were here for their year. Uh, we right. have 460,000 copper just waiting to be paid. Perhaps it would be good gesture to pay out bonuses to the to the men here. Perhaps gesture of good faith. I'll speak to Captain Hughes, but that's not really my decision. But no, 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 you don't understand. If Drakis does not pay bonus, what says that you cannot yourself? It would not be officially from Crown, but it would be from us. Exactly what they would have earned if Crown was not such a bastard and took it away from them. How much would that be? It's a it's a decent proposal proposal, and I like where your heads up. But I'll uh, I can't undermine Hughes and do this without speaking to her first. All right, you are captain. Um, we're on the wrong side of the river here. You want to check out the forest, right, Yaramir? So we need to be on the other side of the river. Uh, did you want to go on the? I thought you were headed. We're down. wanting to go to Lakeside ultimately, right? So we'll just so, move you. Can we go to, to the other side of the river so we can yeah. stop by Acid yeah. Forest? Yeah, yeah wait. So we Lakeside is like in the lake, right? Like we have to sail out to it. We're actually not sure. Yeah, we yeah. don't know what's uh. Yeah, we okay, don't. Okay, so we why don't we make room inside the portable hole for the skiff then? It won't is that fit. A thing? It won't fit yeah. too big. No, okay. it's way too big. Yeah. We can just okay. levitate across if we have to. Sure. Yeah. All right. I like where your head is at. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually that's a good. Somebody like holds onto Yarmir and Yarmir blows the fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah. like, we, we've already done the math on this. You guys would need a proper sail. Uh, I think you need correct. a mast and I think a sail. We can just tie ourselves to the sled, but we can make a sail. That's no issue. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean if he was not with that, not with the sled, like somebody holding on and Yarmir. We have it. no, no. It's fine. We have fifty yards of canvas. We'll just throw that in the portable hole for now, and okay. we'll make a sail when we need to. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Um, so where are we going exactly? So that uh, we can get... You're like, here. Yeah. yeah, we're going to... Yaramir... Where, where are we headed towards? Well, What's we're going to right find the city that? at the center okay. of the lake. So well, I'll take 45 days of food again then. Okay. But Yaramir, uh, so you want to check out the forest again? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, will, I will be checking forest as we go. Uh, now that we are here, just at night or whatever. We're not okay. passing through though, right? We're going to go around. 
Oh, oh, acid forest. Yes, yeah. yes, of course I want to check forest. What do you want to do in there, though? I don't want to just wander in without a plan if we're going to I want to go there. back to center where evil spirit was and uh, see if we can find a way to dispel it or perhaps figure out a way to capture it or use it to our advantage. The Caldonians were... A, the Caldonians had grand magics at their disposal, didn't they? And yet we are alive and they are not. Right, Their magic's but it's got too grand. If they walled this place off and didn't just dispel the magic themselves, what hope do you think we have? Well, it seemed that my magic kept beasts at bay last time we were there. How many of those circles can you cast, Yaramir? How long can you keep us safe? I don't remember what level spell it was. Allow me to consult Tome. Uh, I can cast two. Um, each one... Each one lasts uh, two rounds per level of casting experience, which is roughly uh, 12 15. rounds, which is roughly 12 minutes. So 24 minutes. Is that enough? I don't know. No. Maybe if we sprint in and out, but running 24 minutes, I don't think Yaramir can even manage that. Look, you guys do not have to go in forest with me. Look, think of it this way. If whatever was in there, this will appeal to both Grimes and William. Ah, I am master negotiator. Now, if it was too strong of magic for uh, Caldonians to get rid of, it is probably too strong of magic for gnolls and kobolds or dragons to take treasure out. Whatever is left in there might be very appealing to Crown, no? We've or, already looked through the place. It was empty. It was a forest. Ah, yes, but there was standing stones and areas shrouded in darkness that we could not go to. He is right. The most of the, most of the treasure we've found has been in places where it's been too dangerous for the native population to go. Who says whatever's living in that forest isn't the native population? Well, I don't know about you. I, uh, I'm not much for rumors. So I'd like to put a face to these scrags. If it is you really, them. After everything you've heard about the scrags... I uh, really wish to face them. Uh, I'd like the to armor, know, you I'd might like have to been know able for to. sure that when I put a sword through that gut, they die. Now I feel a lot better. Yarmir, your circle might have kept those things at bay, but would it stop them from throwing things through? Could they not just drop sap on you until you die? Uh, they didn't. It should, yes. It I actually don't know protection from evil. Mechan okay, okay, so mechanically, it says any attack made. Right, it protects us from any attack made. So if they're attacking us, even if they're throwing shit, that's an attack. We're protected from that. Okay. But I think the dripping was like an AOE. Effect. That's what Neil ruled. I disagree with that from a mechanic standpoint, but I don't really, whatever. That's fine. Um, I, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't agree with it. Um, but you're the expedition leader, William. Let's see what happens when we get there. The next day is the 24th, and it also is a calm day. And you are right at the base of the woods. All right, let's, um, anyone who doesn't want to go in, doesn't have to go in. I'll go Wait, in with whoa, the Whoa, we just skipped hella time. What just happened? Weren't we, weren't we crossing the river to get into the fort? Yeah. No, we've, and, we've already done all that. Yeah, so you uh, crossed the river, right. got to the fort, dropped off your supplies, and headed south. Jesus Christ. Okay, how many yeah. days did you just passed? 
That was like a day. Right? One day? That was the first day that we left the fort. We took another 450 and 500 firewood, yeah. I assume. It was one day oh, okay. to get to the fort and head south. Yeah, because okay. we're not going where, where we have trees we can restock on, so I just so we, we went 450 and 500 again. Yeah, 450 again. food, 500 firewood again. And we're doing this. We've reset. Okay, when we were in the swamp, I, I was looking for cured wood. Um, like a really nice piece of cured wood if I can find it. If I can't, whatever, but that is what I'm on the lookout for. We're in wooded areas. So. Uh, yes, you, you can find cured wood. Okay. So my plan is to enter into the forest with whoever will go. And when they start attacking, you cast your spell, right? And then we time it. We don't walk any further than it'll take us to get out. Well, we went all the way to center and we got out last time. Yeah, so but I maybe think we can maybe go all the way to center of forest. Yeah, but maybe it remembers us. Like maybe it'll attack us from the second we enter this time. So that's what I'm saying. Like let's just. See Do I have a scroll? I don't. I would like to spend one day to make scroll. Okay. Let's uh, let's circle around then, and we'll camp at the south side of the forest. Sure. Uh, here's the movement for the day then. Twenty-five and a half miles. No problem. Wow. We might be able to see the city by the time we get. We'll probably get there with time to spare. Can't you like break it into pieces or something? Yeah, Neil can do it. Neil can do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you will really want to go nine miles to get to here, um, and from there you can jaunt into the fort if you so desire. We want to come the, the south. Of I think we want to go to the south side of the the woods. Okay. So nine and four is. Or nine and five is fourteen miles of your twenty-five. That's fine. Yeah. We'll make camp here. Can mm-hmm. we? Uh, I I grab the spyglass off Forest and I look towards the lake. The lake is way too far to see. Okay. Yeah. I'd do it anyway. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, Grimes, can you do a small patrol, make sure that no one's following us, while we stop camp? Sure. Yeah. I will ski around. Yaramir, if we're going to go into this forest, we're doing it first thing tomorrow, so make sure your scroll's ready. Yeah, I'm I basically am ignoring you and working on a scroll. <laughs> like, I'm in, like, full, like, strange geomancer role with, like, a, the giant... I Unfortunately, the last one that I have that can do third-level spells is the giant scalp, so we're going we're gonna to make a giant scalp. Grimes. It's still pretty early in the day. Do you want to take the spyglass and see if you can uh, travel south a ways and find that city? Do a little bit of advanced scouting for us? Yeah, I assumed I'd take the spyglass with me. Sure. If not, oh, you were already doing that? Ski back as he shouts after me. And... Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know you were already planning to do that. As you guys I, I are, I are making camp here, and it's the only part way through the day, Nimrod goes over and tugs on Grimes' elbow and goes, why, why we stop here? For his first words in maybe a week. Why don't uh, we stop? <clears throat> I point to the wall. You don't have to go in. Deadwood, don't, no go, I, no go. Yeah, I, I sure as hell am not going in there. Good thinking, Nimrod. It's fine. <laughs> you can wait out here with us. With me. Okay. I, I see Grimes talking so, to Nimrod and pointing at the wall. Sorry, uh, Sean. Oh, what's, yeah, it, what's it saying, Grimes? He says he doesn't want to go into the Deadwood. What does he know about in here? Is it to do with the Scrags? What do you what do you know of the deadwood? Deadwood bones, bones. Yes. Who made them? Evil what? trees. Evil trees. What lives there? Nothing. Are there scrags. Nothing. 
dead wood. He looks at you expectantly. All dead. Except not dead. So why He doesn't why seem to know up? much. Grimes, that, that kobold has been very quiet lately. Do you want to make sure he's doing all right? I haven't heard much from him in the past week. <laughs> uh, he was fine until we dragged him next to these spooky trees. Mm-hmm. I mean, you I did mention, him. Neil, that like he those were his first words in like a week. Yeah, in a long time. He's been quiet ever since he saw the dragon lair. Uh, okay. Yeah. You sure? Because he seems a bit... Uh... I don't know. I didn't even hear from him once when we were in the fort. You sure you don't want to make sure? I'd rather he didn't go running off on us in the middle of the night. What would you like me to do? Ask if he's okay, why he's been so damn quiet lately. I think he's realized that we're, uh, the, the horrors that we are now that he's seen Sleet. Okay. So, uh, Nimrod, I'd like to talk with you about, uh... Your mental well-being. Mental well-being. Your, your fulfillment at this company? Where you, where you fit into the, uh... Dude, just where do you see yourself in five years? Beach in Bahamas. Uh, <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, I'm not really sure how to... I, I arky-bark at him for a little bit, but I'm not really sure how to translate these sorts of tough emotional questions. He tells you that how, his how, stomach feels funny. That's, that's about as... Uh, feeding you. That's as deep as he can get with you right now, Grimes. My tummy feel weird. He's sick. Shit. Maybe he's got scurvy. Why is he eating nails? He's eating our rations. Yep. He's eating your food. Maybe we could ask him to catch some game. Can he do that? I mean, we could have a nice meal. We've got some time, like, where usually we, we don't camp until sunset. But I mean, it's an option. I brought rations with that in mind. Like, I, I brought 10 person days of rations was what I, what I was going on because I assumed he was, like, using our food. Yeah, yeah. But what I mean, we've got a bit of extra time today, so why don't we let him go and get some game and we can all eat uh, fresh meat tonight? Sure. Is that something you can ask him to do, Grimes? Uh, Nimrod, if you like hunting. Okay. Is there anything around here, though? There's nothing but open tundra for miles, and nothing goes in the deadwood, apparently. I, they, they kobolds have found game before, so... If you can't find anything, then so be it. Well... well I, I can go with a... the kobold. You should do your scouting, Grimes. Yeah. Have fun. So Grimes scouts, Ferris goes with the kobold, Yaramir and William prepare to enter the Deadwood the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nimrod leads you, Sean, over to the river, uh, where you notice he like bites the inside of his lip pretty badly, badly enough to like produce a chunk of it, and his mouth is bleeding fairly profusely. Uh-huh. And he kind of like spits the, the the bit of flesh into the water and like dribbles the blood, and uh, waits for a while until a fish comes up to nibble on it, and then tries to reach in and grab the fish uh, with a natural 20 on his grab attack and uh, just like snatches a fish out of the water and then presents it to you as like, look what I have caught. Nice. I think Ferris has a bit of a, a moment having watched this tactic. Um, God, I don't have any spears on me. Spear fishing would be a really good idea. Oh, shame. I've got a spear if you want to come back and get one though. Yeah, so I'm gonna... Oh, I can't, I can't speak to him. 
but I'm gonna give him like a thumbs up and a smile. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna do like a, a one second finger and I'm gonna I'm gonna ski back to William really quickly and ask for a spear. And how many do you have? Um I have five. Neil, I I'm gonna take two back at the fort. Alright. Yeah. I'm gonna take two, and I'm probably without asking gonna like break one off to be a little bit smaller for a kobold to use. Okay. Oh, and you give him a spear to to fish with? Yeah, so you can and I'm gonna show him like spear I'm gonna try and show him like stabbing into the water yeah, to he's, uh to he's get fish. familiar with a spear. He's never gotten to use one of your metal tipped spears before. Mm-hmm. And so he spends the first maybe fifteen minutes poking the metal and like looking at it and it's so smooth and he jabbers at you for a while and realizes mm-hmm. you don't know how to respond and, um, and I'd the- probably speak to him in Elvin. <laughs> <We're just> gonna- <laughs> <laughs> does he recognize that, Elvin? No, he does probably not. not. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then the two of you can spend some time fishing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I want to figure out some sort of idea to bait these fish because that's that's a he had a neat idea. Uh, he just rips like, up the first fish he caught and starts throwing little chunks. That's of a good back idea. But I want, I want something so that we don't have to give up like our our catches. You know, I want to get like bait. I want to figure out some kind of bait we can buy from the mainland because that's a good idea. You can. I just don't, buy I don't bait. want him to have to result to self harm in order to. <laughs> um, all right. So that's the rest of the day here. Why don't we take a break? Uh, and when we come back from break, we will sort out the next chapter here. But before we go, William. Yeah. You pretty excited about the Deadwood? No, not really. I don't <laughs> think it's a good idea, but uh, I'm to check it out. All right. We'll see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. It is the next day. It is the 24th. February. Was I successful on scroll creation? Do we need to roll for that? Ew. Wait, uh, I can you were, You're always successful on scroll creation, right? Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So uh, it is the, the 25th of, of February. There's a chance to make cursed scrolls. That's true. We haven't rolled any of that for Yaramir yet. Are you serious? Maybe it is some geometer BS? Maybe. Or maybe like there's just so many small details to keep track of already that this one just got completely lost. Uh, maybe it's you roll when you ca- you roll when you cast it if you're a lower level. I thought there was a chance based. Why don't you look it up, Ryan? Well, yeah, while it's else been a long time since I've made a scroll. Uh, uh, Neil, Sorry. for that night when we set up, this place is really, really cold, right? Yeah. Like cold enough that we'd be freezing these fish, so I could make sushi and it'd be relatively safe to eat. Yeah. Ooh. If you had rice. I'm going to... Sashimi. Yeah, you can do yeah. sashimi. That's fine. Yeah, so I next time we're there, I'm going to I'm gonna say we should requisition some rice. Um, <laughs> Makes it... Faris invents sushi. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, but, but yeah, I don't... We're, we're going to experiment with some different ways of making I, fish. I found a fun cursed scroll table somewhere in the DMG. Ooh, yeah, I, I also really Bad luck. I wanna... The character's beard grows one inch per minute. <laughs> characters teleported away from the rest of the party no, random monsters that doesn't sound like it fits in with our play game style no right. Uh, right. so here you are okay so I wake up in the morning nice and early um, and I go to Yaramir is he awake uh, yeah. Um, or is, don't I wait? Don't I usually take the last watch? Yeah, so I think Yarmir is awake and naked, um, hanging out in the tent while you are waking up. All right. I'm using my mirror to, to memorize spells. <laughs> you ready to go soon, Yarmir? I'll make us some uh, breakfast and then we'll head out. Sounds excellent. Yes. I don't want this to take all day. All right. 
I will, uh, I will consult the bones before we go. Very well. You do that. I'll, uh, I'll prepare some food. And I, you know, whatever we usually have for breakfast, I make it for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I would like to make a couple quick uh, skill checks before we go. Make some mm-hmm. tea. Um, so uh, first thing, uh, I have a, a folklore um, proficiency. Um, I would like to to see if I know anything about willow trees, um, uh, because specifically. Okay. Do we want scroll food. rules, or are we dealing in with a this bit? Another in time? a bit. Yeah. Okay. Right. Continue. Grab uh, Okay, so specifically in the center of this of this forest, th- th- which is made out of um, much different trees, right? Birch and mm-hmm. cedar, is this large willow with numerous branches and this like circle of magic around it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's standing stones. So I, I want to know if if I if I know any folklore about willow trees in a forest um, uh, or um, about standing stones of the gods and curses. Okay, so give me some folklore rolls. Uh, How many do you? Wadden would do three. Willow trees, curses, okay. and standing stones. In that Willow order. trees is a 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, curses is a 16. Uh, standing stones a 31. All right, so standing stones are a common thing across many cultures. They're sort of... A, there's not much in the way of like primitive since this is a magical world and everyone kind of existed with tech to begin with, but they are a very common way of communing with gods or like presenting yourself to deities in natural areas um so maybe instead of primitive like let's say it's a very rural way of worshiping the gods it's a a way of worship or a way of communing Uh, a little bit of both you know usually the the process of communing like could i use the standing stones like i I do it's usually like a a similar thing to prayer you know someone in a rural area might have some standing stones and use that as a temple as or as an altar um, and just as a replacement. Did version. I get a... Oh, so it's like a replacement of a temple. Okay, right. cool. Um, and for the willow tree, you don't know too much about it. Um, willow trees have some sort of meaning, but it's usually for, like, fairies and brownies and, like, small spirited fae folk uh, are usually the things that are most closely associated with willow trees outside of, like, poetry and nice, gentle, winding rivers and that sort of thing. Um, but to be the honest... Folklore, um, there's small forest spirits associated yeah, with willow Yeah, but to be honest, like, your your knowledge of willow trees is pretty lacking. Okay. Like, you've read so a couple I guess of things. Maybe... Maybe I wonder to myself then, um, as I think on this, that uh, perhaps a corrupted willow tree may lead to corrupted small folk of the forest, perhaps scrags. Um, uh, okay, cool. Uh, and then so uh, before I wrap up, I, I want to make a, a, an omen reading check. I'll, I'll get Manji's bones out and, and lay them. Uh, and I'll ask the question, um, if I can dispel... I'll, I'll ask two questions. The first one... Um, what will happen to the forest? Or, or, or if I dispel the willow, will the how safe will we be? Or will will the forest be safe? And if I destroy the willow, will the forest be safe? Sure. Uh, let me make some checks here for my d20s. There they are. If you dispel the willow, will the forest be safe? Is the first question. Yes. Uh, 
the answer you get back. God, it's always so hard to make these things. You're welcome, Neil. <laughs> uh, how do you say? Doesn't it only give you two possible scripts, either wheel or woe? Uh, those are, you know, <laughs> general guidelines. I, I try and do a little bit better than wheel or woe. Uh, the answer you get back is something along the line. It, it looks like a, a fish swimming in, in frozen water is kind of the idea that you're getting back, like a fish in cold water. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, as like a, instead of warm water, putting it in cold water, sort of like a, you know, a similar effect to just having a fish swim in, in cooler water than it would like is the answer for if you dispel it. And as for if you destroy the tree, will the forest be safe? Um, actually, the stones fall in the exact same pattern. It's this, like, you're changing things, but you're not really changing things. Cool. Okay. You know. Um, I picked them back up and uh, join William. So are where are you going? Um, so it was described previously as we walked through this um, forest that at the center of it, mm -hmm. um, towards the river in the middle of the forest, mm -hmm. there was a, a, a sort like an area, like an empty area with a willow hanging in the center, numerous branches. Yeah, so you're headed to the, the center of the forest? Yeah. And Assuming it doesn't attack us from our first step in. Right. Uh, so let me just read about, about the forest again. Within the cover of trees, there is no snow on the ground, just frozen dirt. The ground and trees here, uh, blah, 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 blah. The bark of the trees is a deep crimson or violet, twisted and gnarled with spiky protrusions, not typically found on trees of this kind. Many trees, especially on the outside and near the middle, are decorated with human bones. Some grown over by the tree, some hanging on branches, some nesting in nooks. The forest is uh, comprised entirely of elms and birches. The ground readily... Da -da 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 -da. That's DM text. Um, DM text. Uh, in the woods is a great willow tree in the center of the woods. Okay, well, before we get to the center, we're not getting attacked when we first walk in? No, you step in tentatively and are able to take an another step and another step, and the two of you soon disappear from the sight of the party watching from the wall. So as we're walking around, looking at all the bones adorning these trees, I say, uh, Yaramir, don't you have some sort of spell that allows you to see the last moments of somebody's life? Perhaps uh, one of these bones may give us a clue as to how they died. <laughs> the metagame is strong with this non-wizard. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I yet to have this power, William. All right. You're right, Try I do have a spell similar, but all I can do is see an image of how they were, how they looked as they lived. I do not have the power to see their last moments. I guess I misunderstood when you cast it that time. I have yet to cast spell in front of anyone, I thought. Mm, well, my memories from another life, perhaps. I take back my my, my statement. Then. <laughs> <laughs> you you might have seen me create an image of my daughter in a piece of stone, but mm -hmm. no, I think maybe it was a weird dream. All right, this is fair. I have weird dreams all the time. Perhaps you should talk to me about them. I'm sure you do. <laughs> 
My dreams have been getting steadily weirder since I've met you. I have I, that effect on people. I dreamt the other day that while I slept, a strange naked man was crouched over me and tattooing my skin. Oh, I would never tattoo your skin. I, I made paint on it from time to time. I never suggested that you did. <laughs> I mean, unless you would like a tattoo. I, I am not best tattoo artist, but I can replicate my own symbols very nicely. Does one appeal to you? You're a doctor, right? If you could do something on my knees first, that'd be preferable. Hmm. I have I have many thoughts on how that might happen. Uh, perhaps we are closer to a breakthrough than you think. I'm not sure what happened, but ever since I that, um, the, the, the ghosts below the below the fort. Um, I think I, I had a chill. I think it's just the cold, but uh, my knees are killing me. I, I can understand that. You know, I have I have been thinking about uh, about your knees, and I, I, I am in process of creating a method to perhaps uh, breathe some life back into them. I think it will I think it will be very beneficial to you. Well, like um, like a cast or something. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Mm. A magic cast, yes. Mm. Nice. So what's the plan here? I say, like, looking cautiously at the hmm. spiky, bone-ridden trees. Well, if you remember last time, there is a ring of magic, uh, alteration magic, I believe, around tree. Yeah. Um, it was broken last time by, uh, was it you? Perhaps it was Grimes. I do not remember who Shenanigans Maker was, but uh, it was broken last time and trees attacked. So oh, you think uh, that's what caused them to attack? Okay. I think so. At least... I think these trees are like, uh, do you know of plant that sits with mouth open waiting for bug to go inside it and then snap? I believe these trees are much like that. Uh, they wait for a prey to approach them, then drop acid on them. I don't think they actively attack except for when... Uh, all, all, these bone, all these bones though, they didn't, they've been placed here, right? They haven't grown out of the trees. Perhaps those are victims unlucky enough to stay underneath with the acid for too long. I mean, what, would you really start trying to climb the tree as it was dripping acid on you? Like, some of these are up in the branches right now. Mm-hmm. Um... Somebody's put them there. I presume that these are... people that have been, perhaps, devoured by tree. Much like bug in Flytrap. But how does perhaps it get up Perhaps trees there, cannot digest bones so easily. So how does it get up there? How does a tree grow so tall, William? Yeah, but how does the bones of these... Are they are they even human bones, I say, like, taking a closer look? Are they all human? Uh, I don't know. I have an anatomy proficiency. Can I... Yep. Can give I know? it to me. Give, uh, no, give me the anatomy proficiency check. Uh, 27. Yeah, they're all human. Yes, it seems they are all human bones. So all Caldonians. Conceivably, yes, unless there were much more intrepid adventurers here than we thought. Could the souls of these men be trapped here? It's quite possible. That's more than enough reason to carry on forward. I agree. You make it to the center of the woods where there is a great willow tree. Its branches reach out at least 60 feet from the base and are propped up and supported by other small willow trees. Placed around the central tree at about 30 feet are four stones, one in each of the corners of the cardinal directions. 
with another two stones placed slightly further out, another ten feet or so in the north and the south, and one stone that is even uh, ten feet further out, but on the east side. You recognize these as having the symbols of the gods. The, the four closest are Martha, Ster, Varasi, Malchus. The, the north and south ones are Tempos and Adinus. And the eastern one is Falumbra. Uh, each of these stones have these runes and the, the constellations of the gods on them. Um, Yaramir, can you give me an intelligence check? I can indeed. 32! All right. It has been some time since you've been here, and you've gained in power and understanding since the last time. So inspecting these runes, you notice that they definitely have to do with crossing some sort of border or some sort of bridge or, like, a gateway between two places. They're definitely used in some sort of, like, traveling spell, some sort of magical travel between things. Very interesting. Wow. Okay. Um, I guess I have an arcanology proficiency. I would say this is definitely ancient magic, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Can I determine the uh, purpose of said traveling, I guess? Or the, the... I guess... I guess I guess that intelligence check kind of encompasses what archaeology would tell me, right? The, yeah, the ge- I mean they're they're used somehow. Yeah. You don't know how, but they're okay. used somehow in magical travel as a Very like a bridge or a gateway. Um, so so much like I did last time, um, I I wish to to cast detect magic, um, and and look uh once again at the <clears throat> once once again at the the stones now with this new understanding, um, and then again at the uh fifteen foot uh, line of alteration magic mm-hmm. around the willow, uh, and and perhaps just take a glance for anything else that's there. Just to add, flat, this is mostly going to be Greg's bit, but I, William stands as still as he can, nervously looking around, holding his sword, like just waiting for the strikes to attack us. So I just try to run the minutes by until Yaramir tells me. He's I dead. kind of, I kind of tell you, like, uh, stay close, William. Uh, my uh, spell will only radiate out about ten feet, so if things go wrong, you will want to be fairly close to me. Okay, I'll stay. I'll step in your step. Okay. You inspect the trees, the, you cast Detect Magic. You get no new information, just the same readings that you got last time from everything. So the, the stones are used for magical travel, but they, they themselves do not radiate magic. Right. It looks like the, the central tree is the, um, is the source, and these, this, maybe these stones are aligned in such a way to help facilitate mm-hmm. that. Maybe mm-hmm. they're like maybe there are permanent components to some other thing going on, but the stones okay. themselves just seem to be stones. Maybe. Okay, so uh, this uh, <clears throat> this uh, uh, ring of, of magic, mm-hmm. um, I want to I want to step up to that. Uh, is there anything physical uh, that I can see beyond a ring of magic, or is it just is it just a like a magical aura that goes there? Just a magical aura. Okay. Um, alteration magic. Um, I want to pull out the... the. Uh, I kind of want to go inside, but when he pushed it last time, the trees attacked. 
I'll do that last, I guess. Um, I want to pull out the, the scroll uh, that I just made of uh, the giant scalp, um, and I will uh, trace into it <coughs> the, the runes of, uh, of uh, dispel magic. Doesn't um, it take you all day to make a scroll? Okay, did, so I was not successful in creating a scroll last night? Uh, I don't remember what these rules were. Uh, we have I think it's good, question. right? Yeah, I don't... I, I agree. I think it's a good day. Yeah, yeah I think so it's, it's a day for Geometers time. have different scroll rules that are way less fun. Uh, but it takes one full day, and he rolls a spell uh, learn check. And it sounds like it's transparent. It, it, yeah. It the, just, regu- the regular rules are way weirder, and you need, okay. like... Regular rules can give you cursed scrolls. Yeah, sure. Ge- it looks like geometers. I mean, it doesn't mention anything about cursed scroll. It's a, it's a different system, or it's a different calculation, or whatever. Okay, it's just your spell. I think check. it did take a whole day. By default, fast. you can only yeah. use geometer spells unle- until you discover the symbol for the spell. But I guess since you're, you you've got a tattoo that He's already the has the already symbol for the spell, yeah, it's like you already did that research or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's just your spell learn check, and it takes right. a full day per spell level. Right. So I don't, I don't think you got the scroll that you tried to make last night. I think okay. it takes a full day. So I just I just need to have changed. I just need to change my memorization then. That's fine. Wow. You would have been able to do that last night, this morning. Okay. Uh, so I have one less protection, and I have one more dispel magic. Um, and so I, 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 instead of casting from a scroll, um, I... I take Are you out sixth or seventh level. Sixth. I'm sixth. I level. think you can you can only make protection scrolls starting at seventh level as geometer. But those per, are generic. As, but is, is protection from evil as is using as the spell? The spell. I have yeah, the spell yeah, okay. protection yeah, yeah. from evil ten foot radius. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, so you cast dispel magic. Yes. On the I I, I dispel the the radius of magic uh, sure. that I'm um, next to. If Give I can. me a one d twenty. Okay. A three. You definitely don't dispel the magic. <laughs> okay. Um, in that case, um, I I don't have any ranged fire. Um, I want to. I'll I'll walk I'll walk up to the willow tree if I can. Okay. You approach the willow tree. Uh, you you step within the radius, and you're within touching distance of it. The trees don't attack us. No. Okay. Uh, the tree itself uh, does it does it, it doesn't radiate magic. It just has this aura around it. I'm inside of this tree now. Uh, um, I mean, the aura it comes from the tree, so you could say the tree is radiating the aura. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Is that, um, is that bones and stuff on this tree as well? No. Spikes and stuff. Does this look like a normal willow tree, except massive? It looks like a very big old willow tree and no bones on it anywhere. So this one's like not corrupted as much as the other stuff. What are you thinking, Yaramir? Seems to be safe for now. Mm, seems to be safe for now. Um, what are all these stones? They seem to be used in some form of travel uh magical travel i i don't know exactly exactly how yet i am trying to figure this out although they look look religious right is there any uh this looks like uh, i look at the stones why is falumbra like this shape like a 
the way they're arranged north east southwest mm -hmm. and then an extra on north and south and then another layer on the east for lumbra does that make a shape that's recognizable from a religious point of view mm, not yeah. really so sort of um i'm gonna direct you to a document um i will put it in twitch chat as well as a, a link for you guys if you scroll down on this document and you take a look at the the shape of the the world and the like the the cosmos out yeah. there yeah. you've got the the four primary gods astair Varasi, martha and malchus mm -hmm. um that are arranged in like corners and then Tempus uh, Tempos and Nadinus are like above and below the world and they kind of okay. spin and hold the staff that holds the, the entire world together and then yeah. Flumber would be the moon which would like kind of spin around the world separately okay. so the, the representation is kind of like main gods that turn the, the planes and then the, the gods that hold the world and turn the world and then Flumbra and these, like are these are the stars, right? So could the shape of the, the stones represent a specific point of time, like when the stars are in a specific arrangement? The stars are always in the exact same arrangement. But you said Falumbra uh, rotates She's the moon. Around. She cruises around, yeah. So if she's on the east, that just means... It could mean sunrise or sunset, or maybe it means a certain time of year. Um, do you have a religion proficiency you can roll? No. Does anyone... No? I've been relying on like backstory religion, right. but it's specifically really probably just Marthian religion. Yeah. Uh, so there's no special meaning to this that you can figure out. Okay. Do the stones look like they can be picked up? No, they're very large, heavy boulders, slightly embedded in the ground. Um, is this willow dead? Uh, I think the last time you tried to figure it out, William swung his sword at it, and everything came to life and tried to kill you. Yeah, I I have past life memorized. I I will reach out and like touch the willow and uh, cast past life on it. Hmm. Okay. That is a very interesting combination of things that I've never considered you doing. Um... <laughs> I read your tweet and said you were completely com prepared. Yes, <laughs> I, yes, I, I was completely good. prepared for everything. Um, God. All right, so you reach out and you touch this tree. You know, it's not, it's not a dead tree. Okay. Uh, it is so it still living. Nothing, right? Since it's alive. Right, it's alive. So in this spell, you can just feel it fizzle in your hands. Okay. You can feel sure. that the tree is alive. I suppose. Interesting. Yeah. Um. God, I wish I had detect alignment. Um. I want to. I want to sit the bones down again. Mm -hmm. Um. And I want to know. Is is the willow evil? We know for a fact that the trees that attacked us are evil because they were repelled by my protection. We don't know much about this willow. Uh, you have a... Your reading comes back as, like, no. Like, oh, you know, okay. nature, nature is not evil. Nature is neutral. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. What, um, if these, uh, what if these other trees are, like, 
have been set up almost like the wall as a way to protect the uh, the central gate. They very well could be. I think you might be right. Maybe the, um, the strikes didn't want the humans coming to this tree. It could very well be possible. Um... Hmm. William? Yeah. You might want to leave Forest. Well, what are you going to do? I don't think we should... I am probably going to go into a mind state that would be hard to wake me from, uh, which means I wouldn't be able to cast protection on you. So I'm if you gonna... leave, you'll be fine. I'm not going to leave you here to die, Yarmie. It's not worth it. Uh, I think I should be okay. What are you going to do? Tell me. I pull out the big bag of hookah. <laughs> like, I'm going to meditate. I, um... I look around, and I think to Yaramir's stubbornness. Um... And last time, the trees, like, um, Neil, they, they... They sort of uh, became alive, like, radiating out from the center, right? I think that's your interpretation of what happened. Yeah. How long would it take me to sprint out of the forest? It's about three miles. So, uh, how probably about twenty minutes. If you're running hard, like seven minutes. A six a mile? minute mile is pretty impressive, right? And if you're running for your life, you can probably manage it. But a twenty-minute, if you're like sprinting as hard as you can, twenty minutes for three miles is pretty reasonable. Because well, you have either. to consider that most people can't, like, keep up a hard sprint for three miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does have 18 dash whatever strength. So Yeah. I mean, but so con is probably the bigger issue there. 20, 25 minutes to, to sprint out, something like that. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not comfortable with this, but uh, I know I'm smart to try and change your mind. So if you're sure, I'll leave. I just think it would be safest for Captain. It, look, you are Captain. If you wish to stay, I will not I will not put up fight. I just think <laughs> that uh, if things were to go sideways, trees start trying to suck your blood, hey, you might want to be out of forest. Maybe I will be easy to wake up and I can cast spell and everything will be fine. I do not know. Would you think that smoking this thing is going to make the trees attack? Or, are you gonna, or do you plan to do something to them? I'm not going to smoke this tree. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. But mm. do you think that'll be... A... I do not know what makes trees attack. Last time this line, and I kind of just point, you probably can't see the line. I just point back. Last time line was crossed, trees attacked. Now trees are not attacking. So I do not know what triggered them. I, I thought... I think back, and I'm pretty sure that... Like, I thought a root was trying to grab me and I, I attacked it with my sword, but maybe I just, like, tripped over a root and then, like, attacked it. <laughs> <laughs> and then started it off. But I didn't say that. I go, hmm. Well, um, I'll leave. But if you're not out by sunset, I'm assuming you're dead. Sounds good. I, I'm um, Okay. I begin, I, I, I just begin drawing out my traditional uh, five-pointed star. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I am going to take some of the, the just ash from our previous fire. Um, and uh, I want to, <coughs> excuse me. I want to draw some symbols on this tree to try to like amplify 
um, my um, perception. And I remember thinking back to the, the symbol um, of magic that uh, bound the man, um, uh, the, the, the uh, what was it, a Kuban in our camp, uh, that when I was able to play with it uh, with Wizard Sight, um, I could see the other people watching. And I remember having that on my body. So I, I with ash, um, paint this onto the, the tree. Uh, the, the like trunk of the willow um, and I I um, sit in the in the center of my of my meditation like star um, and as usual when I do the the medication or the the meditation I try to put myself in this like kind of like mind state it's a little uh, beyond and so I take this thousands and thousands year bag of ancient hookah tobacco um, and I guess we're gonna smoke a little bit of that. Um, and uh, I, I attempt to sit and focus through the spell through the tree to like see um, its purpose um, and to see its connection to the the stones and the trees around it uh, maybe kind of like that time I went through the fog and I heard the voices and I was looking for them okay so we're going to come back to Yarmir in just a little bit because William you start leaving the woods yeah. Uh, tell me I'm going to die now. You're not going to die now. Okay, thank Does you. Does that feel better? Yeah. Uh, and you're walking through the woods, and then all of a sudden you find yourself sort of at the edge of the woods without, without really, you know, you're, you're walking, you're walking, and then you're at the edge of the woods, and there's the wall before you. And with the snow rise and fall on the other side, and you, like, you just kind of skipped ahead. Like what? Like twenty minutes more, maybe. You're not sure. You have no but, idea. But like, I'd only been walking for ten, and now I'm at the wall. So uh, you've been what? You you can do. You're walking like three miles an hour, three and a half miles an hour. So it's been almost. It's been forty minutes, fifty minutes, thirty-five minutes. It's hard to tell. You're in a fucking haunted woods. You. Your sense of time and everything's really messed up in here, but you are for sure certain that you skipped something. So I, uh, obviously displeased by this. Wait, wait Captain. You look like you've seen a ghost. Mm. Grimes shouts from atop the wall. I look up to the wall. I think I'm sitting up there with a crossbow in my lap, kicking yeah. my feet back and forth. Were you, were you just watching me just then? Walk up here. Yeah, yeah. You would have right. actually seen him sort of sprinting and then slowing and stopping and then looking around like, what the hell? Uh, but you would have seen him in a full sprint. He came running. Where's Yaramir? And I think I jumped down from the wall to the inside. I, uh... Concerned. Like, I see Captain come running out and then stop, awestruck. I wasn't no running. No wizard I, in sight. Was I running the last I remembered? Nope. I, uh... What is he? Is, is he, like, flushed? Does he look like he's panicked? I mean, I think he... Yeah, he, I, I would say panicked He looked like he was fleeing right in word. fear or something, right? Uh, I Did need the truth attack? No. I need to go back and check something. If you're too concerned to accompany me, then wait here. Uh, Yaramir should be out. He's meditating. I think. In there. I, 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 like, start to think, right? And then the whole the last couple of hours starts to feel like a bit of a dreamlike state. 
Like, I'm not actually sure now. I think I, yeah, I start walking towards the trees, actually. Where's Walkers. Nimrod? Is he on the wall or is he outside? There's no, dogs Nimrod too, right? is with Ferris? I don't know where Ferris is I right assume now. Ferris I'm, is... I'm, I was waiting on the walls. Yeah. Okay, so if the two of you are on the wall, here in the scene. I think yeah. Nimrod the... is back at the camp with the dogs. It, so the I... camp is just the other side of the wall, I think. Right, yeah. down so the he hill. Might, he he's... might be on the wall as well. I don't know. So he's he's like staying away from the wall away. and staying away yeah, from the yeah, trees. He's, and so she's trying to keep them out of you. If Faris isn't there, or if Faris is there, I tell Faris, like, Faris, keep watch. Grimes, come and help me with something. Laying down on the wall, got it. Ferris is just kind of like inspecting his nails. And... <laughs> sure, what do you need? When Grimes gets down here, I start tracing back my tracks. I suppose I can tra- I can check my footsteps, right? Uh, there's just earth on the ground. There's no snow within the, the trees. So, can I or can't I? Not really, that. no. I, uh, I, I, I pull Grimes close and say... So, wait, what's the I problem was... with his tracks? He can't see them? He can't follow the tracks on the frozen earth. Because um, there's no snow within the confines of these trees, and so it's just like frozen ground. I, I say I was last thing I remember, I was just walking through the forest, and then I was here. I whisper this and, to him so as not for for a forest over here. And like the time just vanished, and suddenly you were yeah, like maybe somewhere I else, blocked out or something. But I was you said I was running. I'm not sure what I'd be running from. The trees seem safe. Right? No. <laughs> well, come with me. I just uh, see if we can see if there's yeah, anything. I think without thinking, I follow the captain into the woods. Uh, inside the woods, we're going to go back to Yaramir now. You enter a meditation and uh, try and kind of reach out with this tree and, and see what the hell's going on here. Uh, and so you're in your meditative state with your your smoke and your your pent your your five-pointed stars and and you look at this tree through kind of like your mind's eye maybe you're sort of dreaming maybe you're actually awake but there's some sort of vision of this willow tree where eyes begin to open on it hundreds of eyes begin to open across the tree and stare at you um and you this feeling from like deep within your chest uh, begins to rise and it, it is the the feeling of like absolute horror and hatred like a deep burning desire to uh, destroy everything that you see and then you get the same feeling coming back from the trees. You get this, like, intense, like, these eyes want to burn holes in your body. Uh, and it almost looks like they're coming out of the tree when you, in too much of a state of a panic, you, you break your trance and feel, like, overwhelmed by terror. Wow. Okay. Um, that is terrifying. Uh, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of... In a, I, I'm overwhelmed in terror, right? So I guess maybe I'm just kind of like collapsed, huddled in the, like uh, in the in this like embrace of the willow tree. Um, the bows of the willow tree begin to move and reach out for your head. Okay. Um, let's make a willpower check, eh? Imagine, right? You've smoked too much weed. You're white ink, and then a tree tries to kill you. Like, that would be. <laughs> 
Okay. I think uh, Yarmir, Yarmir, like as the is is kind of just in a state of panic, and then as the tree reaches out to him, realizes like, okay, I'm in kind of probably a fight for my life here. Um, and uh, he 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 snaps out. Like I guess the the life or death situation kind of um, gets his mind back going normally um and uh he he's going to um clutch at his at or he's gonna reach in his pocket and hold his uh amulet but then with his offhand he's gonna trace out the the heater shield in front of him um and try to cast a shield spell uh, uh to all right let's roll me initiative all right roll low See, this is one thing that I that I was concerned about with your plan is what if you fail the initiative roll, take a hit, and just get get completely screwed over. It's always a danger. Uh, eight will beat the ten. Okay. Um, so I roll I roll that initiative, um, and I do exactly as I described. I, I put the heater shield up, um, and I, I guess I begin backing away, and then I think, no, I'm 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 here, right? This this thing needs to go down. In my mind's eye, can I still see its eyes? No. No. Okay. Definitely not. Okay. Um, I, I, I cast the... I, I guess that's my turn, right? Is I cast the shield spell, and I, I begin backing out, and I think, no, let's let's see if I can hurt this thing. Um, and so I've, I've protected myself as well as I can on this turn, I guess. And having taken a couple stumbling steps back, I, like, steal my resolve. Oh, right. Uh, the willow tree reaches out with its giant 60-foot bow, and it just sweeps horizontally across the train for you uh, with, like, a 24 to hit. Okay. Can it break through the protection from evil? I did not cast protection from evil. I have an amulet, and it oh, does give me... Oh, that was the heater. Never mind. I thought I thought that was what you threw up. I casted the shield spell against, Got like, it. attacks, and then the... The, the thing I do know is that the magical amulet is a bonus versus evil creatures, mm-hmm. um, but it might not be enough to stop a 24. No, uh, you get hit for 18 damage as the bows of the branch knock you tumbling across the terrain. Well, that sucks. Okay. Uh, that is very problematic. Uh, you want to roll initiative? Well, I have to, right? If yeah. I don't, it just eats me. Uh, that does change my that does change my tune a little. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt this thing. Gets whacked by the whomping willow. Neil, is there any indication for me and Grimes that shit's going down? No. Okay. Uh, seven is better than eight. You go first. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I, I guess this kind of of changes my tune, right? Um, I can't really take another hit like that. That would be that would be too much for me. Uh, so I, I take out my powdered silver, and in a single uh, a single turn, I, I create uh, a barrier versus evil um, that that encircles uh, centered on me that that radiates out ten feet, and then I begin running out of the forest. Okay, uh, it encircles you, you begin to flee, and as you do so, you see trees on either side of you yeah. begin to uproot themselves uh, as you bolt and run. Uh, are you encumbered at all, Yaramir? I am. Uh, to just slower, to two-thirds move or three-quarters move? Two-thirds move. Yeah. 
I, I think it's three quarters is what we work with. Yeah, That's I think true. we're doing three yeah. quarters for this campaign. Yeah, I think I think we did that in all campaigns because two thirds is because it makes half move less of a jump. Right, but it's, then it makes uh, the it's an uneven or something. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Okay, so you flee. And the trees beside you begin to sprout. They're fairly slow moving, but you notice that the the, the awakening of the trees is a rippling effect that is beginning mm-hmm. to catch ahead of you. It's beginning to outpace you. You know, like the trees in front of you are starting to animate. I'm uh, less worried then... about the trees animating because I know from past experience that my my protection is good as long as I don't attack them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need to get out of here before my protection runs out, right? So I'm just hustling. Sure. All right, so you begin to bolt out. Uh, meanwhile, William and Grimes are headed in. Yeah, I think uh, we turn around if we notice the trees coming alive further into the forest. Yeah, that's think, definitely something that I think that we happens. turned around when you came confusedly running out of the woods, and I was like, where's Yaramir? I think he's saying he turns around and heads back out when the trees animate. <laughs> yeah. So I, as soon as oh, I see the do trees, we see trees coming to life? You do. I say, Grimes, run. run. And I turn around and like... What about Yaramir? He's got his spells. Right. I guess we withdraw. I'm not. Uh, Yarmir, you are bolting. Uh, one of the trees gets up before you and moves to attack you while you're you're running. But your protection of evil spell kind of comes up to block it, and there's that kind of like shielding uh, glow before you, which then splinters and cracks and crumbles, falling to the ground at your feet. Okay. That's yeah. The amulet. Not accurate, but okay. Um, I gotta run. <laughs> yep. So, so Neil, I wait at the edge of the forest, looking towards the direction I think Yaramir would be coming from. Yep. And if I see him, then let me know. You will see him because he, well, he's Yaramir and he's not super fast. He did have a, a bit of a head start on those trees. One of them does get to attack him, which seems to be breaking the protection of evil spell around him. But by that point, he's most of the way out of the woods, and you'll catch him at the edge as he breaks free. Okay, so he's, he's free. I was going to say I like run in and try and shield him if he's dying, but... No, no, no. He, he can outpace the trees. They're not very fast creatures. Um, they animate in front of him a little bit, but only one of them gets a successful attack roll off. The others miss. Okay. That's probably pretty lucky. <laughs> so, but he's taking a hit, right? He looks injured. I do, uh, yeah. Yes. I'd say I look about one third of my normal self. <laughs> so I think when you, uh, when you break out and maybe fall to your knees, I say, Grimes, give me a hand. And I, uh, I, well, I don't need a hand, actually. I, I hoist <laughs> you over my shoulder. And you back to the camp. <laughs> And then Yarmir's cracked rib starts to break and creaking leaning into William's shoulder. I put you down when we get to the fire and say, uh, Yarmir, what happened? (sighs) Well, I learned the true nature of the willow. It is hatred incarnate. Wishes to destroy everything. Kill it all dead. Uh... It was stronger than my magics, and I could not defeat it alone, so I ran out as best I could. It seems the trees are getting stronger. Uh, they managed to break my protection. Mm. This doesn't burn well. Do you think it needs to be destroyed? 
I think that if we do not destroy it, it is a true, true evil that uh, will go unchecked. Uh, it, it, perhaps these walls will protect us for now, but if this thing decided to, I think that the trees could very well break down these walls. It is, it is truly evil incarnate. I have seen nothing like it. Wow. Well, it's sobering news. So it, we don't longer think it's a gateway? The standing stones may very well be used in traveling somehow. Perhaps they are there to prevent movement. Perhaps this is why it has stayed where it is for so long. Perhaps they did not use to travel somewhere else, but to prevent traveling. I do not sense. know. I would need to study the stones themselves. Perhaps a, a religious scholar might know more, but... Uh, would be hard-pressed to find one of them that's willing to come here. Somehow I think that the tree itself is different from the standing stones. I think two different magics are at play. Can we give up on this quest to to try and purge this forest? If the Caldonians couldn't do it, what makes you think our, our ragtag band is going to be able to manage this? Okay, Faris, I think we've finally seen the light of your suggestion. We'll be moving on. Uh, Yaramir, can I have a word in private? I, I, you're not moving, so I, I turn and look to Grimes and Faris. Do you mind? <laughs> Yaramir, can I have a word in private? <laughs> yes, you, you, can go, you can go have your word in private. Faris is like sitting down, kind of like filing his nails with his dagger. Is this at the, this is the camp, right? There's like yeah. a bunch of dogs. I, I, yeah. I get up and I walk like five feet over and hang <laughs> I out say, with rod. I say, Faris, uh, Grimes, can you do a patrol of the camp, please? Ferris, like, looks around at the open tundra all around us and says, looks pretty clear. I just need a moment, please. (laughs) Uh, Ferris will get up and uh, walk off, like, 20 feet and pull out the spyglass and look around. Thank you. You get your your semi-privacy. Yaramir, when I was walking out of the forest, I I lost some time. I, I, Hmm. I uh, I was about halfway out and I came to at the edge of the wall and Grimes said I'd been sprinting. I was out of breath. My, my cheeks were flush. Uh, like I was running from something, but I don't remember. The last thing I remember is 10 minutes after leaving you walking out of there. Very interesting. Uh, perhaps it is a fact of gateway that you were in. Perhaps uh, the standing stones affected you in some way while you were leaving. They do have the properties of traveling. I do not know what it is. Perhaps uh, I could study you tonight? Perhaps there is a residue of magic left on you. I'd, I'd feel more comfortable if you would. All right, I will uh, allow me to uh, tend to my wounds as best I can. And uh, tonight when we stop, uh, I will I will okay. do what I can to detect uh, can you... whatever may be left on you. Can you march? We still have half a day's light. Yes, yes. These wounds are severe, but not so severe I cannot walk okay. or march. Rest up. I go to the others and say, we're preparing to leave. Gather your stuff. Let's uh, pack up the tent. Let's go. I won't stand another minute by this forest. All right. Today is a calm day. You spent some of the day doing this thing, so first you want to give us a movement rule, and we'll just take half of it. Okay. Um, uh, so eleven miles. Okay. So where do you guys want to go? 
south toward we were given like the location of the lake so south toward that little expanded bit of river i guess uh yeah. can you ping on the map where you want to go or draw a line to it or something i guess we'll start with here like go up to right around where that water starts and then i'll spyglass around see if i can find the the city from there yeah sure. Uh, that'll take most of your movements, about 10 miles to get okay. to there. So I've got an idea. Can I see anything from where we are right now? Let's see. Uh, I, I no. kind of hope I can't. You can see about three miles, so you can't really see okay. anything. Yaramir, can you cast Levitate on me? Um, sure, I would be happy to. Uh, can you levitate uh, me a couple hundred feet up in the air for a minute? Actually, hold on. Let me look at my scalp collection real quick. Perhaps I can <laughs> do this now. Uh, no, no, I cannot do this now. I, I can do it tomorrow Good morning. Then that's fine. Yeah, it's time to rest anyway. Yeah, you guys make camp and rest. Oh, did we eat the fish that Nimrod caught last night? Yeah, we've been we've been co- Ferris has been trying a few different things. So like we tried uh yeah, I guess he started with cooking it. You know, you, you got to play it safe when you first start out. But I think he's he's probably going to try and do some raw fish since we can, like, freeze it to make it safe. Can, we fish, can we fish here? We'll buy, we'll buy a stream. No, we'll buy a tributary. Uh, yes, you can try and fish here. Um... Sweet. After watching uh, that show, so I've got a newfound respect for scurvy, so I think we should try and eat as much fresh meat as we can. <laughs> Is it vitamin right. C and fresh meat? Well, I think so, yeah. At least a little bit more so than just like dried meat mm. and, and, and biscuits and just shit. We just need to make sure we bring more fruits and vegetables with us, man. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah lemon juice. A meat-only diet could cause scurvy. Yeah, I think because I've said before that I wanted to like sort of change up what our rations consist of to have a wider variety of things so I can make good food out of it because I have that cooking proficiency. At a certain so I think point, we're, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. We got to survive on rations, right? Like, yeah. yeah, no, that's what I mean, though. I'm saying like the there's cons- no reason to try to come rations. Right. With Mechanically, it's all rations. I'm saying that I'm like loading up different foods into our rations. Yeah, support. I think you're just giving some flavor to it, right? Like, yeah, we, it's, it's flavor. Neil didn't have time to design a scurvy system. <laughs> no, but I think the, the I rations could, I can, include I can fresh draft uh, dried fruit. Come up with the yeah. scurvy points. And it's all flavor text. <laughs> it's all flavor text. Just remember, Ferris has saved Scurvy points scurvy. every every week. If you, <laughs> Rations you include them, dried like... fruit, dried <laughs> okay. candied fruit. So you're fine yeah. there. Yeah, and you have to eat those to replenish your scurvy points. Oh my god! And if and if you reach zero scurvy points, it starts removing your. Uh, if you reach zero scurvy anyway. points, you just become a pirate. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, all right. That's Th- settle down. Uh, <laughs> It is the, the 26th of February, 1511. It is another calm day, which marks one, two, three, four, five, six. That marks five calm days in a row here. Beautiful. Uh, Yarmir, let's try that levitation. Ah, yes. Interested to see how this will work. <laughs> and you just rise up. Just be careful, please. Uh, I mean, you should be able to hear me from a couple hundred feet up there as he's, like, slowly ascending. So if I start panically calling, like, let me down, let me down, just, you know, let me down. <laughs> if you, I don't know how this works, but if you fall, I'm not going to try and catch you, so. All right. I think that would be a terrible idea, William. <laughs> terrible idea. Uh, from your elevated standpoint, you look around with your uh, spyglass, and you see the ruins of a city across the lake over in this little area. So it's on the shore, it's not literally floating in the middle of the lake. It is not floating in the lake. It is on the shore on the opposite side. You notice there are many walls here. What 
Why does my music keep stopping? What the fuck? Neil, can you can you axe the map where it is? Uh, yes, it is right there. Okay. See that? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we need to find a way to get across then. So I think we try and cross here, right? We don't have any way of crossing though. Well, I guess we could levitate across, but that's probably going to be like a multi-day effort. I think so, but that's, that's probably what we're going to have to do. So. Yep. Okay. So Ferris will call to be let back down, and he'll he'll say that we need to cross the river. Um, so our best bet to make it easy would probably be he like he looked around the spyglass. He says we should go here, and then just cross, and then travel south a little ways and wrap right. around to get to the city. Yaramir, stop thinking about how we can use your magic to get across the river. Ah, I have I have thought about this a lot. So this is what I propose. I pull out the fifty yards of canvas. We shall find the roots and build a large sail on sled. Then we all sit on sled and someone holds fan and goes whoosh and I levitate sled with mighty powers and we will slide frictionlessly across air to other side. Then I lower sled down and voila! We have accomplished feet. How much can your levitation sustain? Are we going to have to do this in parts? Very many pounds, but we can do it in parts if need be. Oh, yeah. Let me determine exact. I have to do calculations in head. Give me a moment. You'll, you'll find that I weigh a lot more than you, Yarmir. Carry the two, multiply by pi, uh, square root of. Oh, negative no, whoa, whoa, Yarmir, you're getting. I haven't had a pi in months. Uh, months. How did you get a pi to Caldonia? I mean, levitate uh, up to yeah. 100, 100 pounds for level of experience, so I can 600 pounds. So we're going to have to do a few trips at least. We, could, we all have to do a couple trips. But that so should be, I mean, it shouldn't take portable, that long to go. We could use like, the portable hole to like help a lot of that out. Yeah, and it's like a, a, like 600 feet or something across the, the narrow parts, right? That's That should be pretty doable with one levitate. I, uh, I have a a guilty flashback to a time when I had dinner with Captain Hughes and we had like nice food that nobody else gets and I feel bad for Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from where are you setting sail? Uh, so we're going to travel. Oh, let me give you a movement roll for today. Uh, so we're going to get 24 miles. Uh, so we're going here and then we're going to cross like the narrow part of the river. So like here. Yeah, like okay. right there. And then we're going to just walk along the river until we get to the uh, the thing. Sure. So that's five. That's like 11 miles to get there. Mm -hmm. um, the river is less than a mile across. Oh. So that's let's see. If you have a, a full proper sail that's like built to maximize wind at most, you can go five miles in three and a half hours. So with like people holding the sail instead of it being properly figured, you can go less than that distance, but you can still go like two and a half well, miles. We have in rope and twine, and I have a bind spell, so let's make this a real sail. Oh, a bind spell might shouldn't, totally work. Shouldn't he go a little bit faster on account of not being in the water, so there'd be no like surface oh, friction? This is this is for being a sail Neil, for the Neil air. way over prepared for something as simple as just like crossover. We right. we had a lot of fun looking at doing the math on this. We we enlisted some engineers and some spreadsheets and it took like three hours and it was amazing. What a great time. Okay. Um, so we employ our plan nail as best we can. 
Yes. Five miles seems very slow for a sailboat. Well, so Gust the thing is... is that the gust of wind will give you one big push, and then you'll slowly slow down over the period of time. So you actually go more than a mile in less than an hour, but then like the remaining five, four miles is just like slowed. Because you can't we repeatedly do the gusts of wind to keep it consistent, though? Uh, you could continually use the gust of wind, but one of the things Yaromir detected about that fan is that it's old and slightly unstable and repeated mm. uses of it in a short period of time uh, uh, might cause it to break. Uh, or quite backfire. We've, or got, we've got all the time in the world. Let's. Uh, yeah, let's but it on. might be a multi-day journey at this point. Uh, you can, well, you can definitely get across the river in one day. Uh, I, over okay. here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was 11. And then if you want to cross, you can get to here. Uh, 12, 13 miles. Can I just reduce there. the sled? Does that reduce our weight? I think you'd have to reduce a person. Uh, what if I just reduced all of us and our equipment? We're over it now. Forget it. Yeah, just... <laughs> it might change things, but you want... A, yeah. You would want the sail to be just as big to catch as much wind as possible. Sure, know. we'll leave the sled alone. Like, I would just... Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Well, it's done, it's done. I, I feel like there's a much, it's a much easier way to do this, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, and you can... Whatever, however you want to do it, you can get to it. You've got enough movement to get here. Yeah, right. Cool. Uh, you approach a walled city. Um, the front wall runs for quite a considerable distance, kind of like across there. Let me pull up my my actual map. Uh, oh, we don't have a map of the city, surely. Um, Yaromir, you will notice that this wall, like the wall uh, in the north at New Haven, has a different colored stones set in it to spell out a word, and the word is conquest. That is written into the, the side of the this wall. Does it look it like seems... human engineering? Uh, yeah. Good. As opposed to what? I don't know. Scrags? Dwarven engineering. I mean, it I should say it looks man-made, but whether it's human or dwarven or elven or scragged, uh, you have no idea. Okay, well. Uh, let's see, the wall runs for more than a mile, maybe like a mile and a half, mile and three quarters, um, in a, a diagonal, kind of blocking off uh, an entire back section. So it runs from coast to coast of this little inlet here with a, a single gate somewhere in the middle, but other parts of the wall have been knocked down. Uh, they look a little worn. Uh, back behind the wall on what is probably a man-made hill since everything else around here is pretty flat is a ruined keep that is kind of like rising up above everything else um, it's a, a fairly large keep as well uh, quite large in fact uh, I don't know, it's got to be like 500 feet on a side or something uh, wow. and it rises many many stories but it's completely crumbled and just like it's the worst condition keep you've ever seen. The outside is more or less just like a, a pyramidic pile of rubble. Um, but you can see that it was once probably a fortress of some kind, and the rubble just kind of blends into the dirt and snow at some point. Um, yeah, and here you are outside of a city named Conquest or something. All right, let's make our way in. Uh, if we can't enter through the gates, we'll enter through the part of the wall that's broken yeah uh the gate is knocked down 
So you can enter through that or the, the ruined wall, whichever you want. No, and as you, as you walk in, you find yourself in the ruins of an ancient city. Buildings here are mostly made of stone, and so they are all semi-standing. Uh, and there are just, by sure, sure numbers of them, there's enough that most of the buildings are intact. Uh, oh. Like, it, it doesn't look like it's been that heavily destroyed. There, Many things are broken here and there, but um, there are plenty of mostly intact buildings. So and once you get so past the first wall, you see that there's another wall um, that is before the keep. Uh, with multiple gates in it. And there's a, a large, maybe like, you know, 60-foot uh, elliptical building that looks like a, a large coliseum off to the east side while the, the keep is still before you. Wow. This seems like it could be the capital city. I say looking around. Um, let's look for a base of operations to set up. The keep looks ruined. Maybe we can find a, a temple, a cathedral. Is yeah. there another, like, large building that seems like a temple? Yeah. Uh, you can, We'll just say you spend the day searching through the city, because it's a big city. It's many square miles. Yeah, I think it's going to take more than a day, right, to search everything. Yeah, it'll take a yeah. while to search. Upon initial inspection, does stuff look lucid? Definitely. Okay. Yes. So we are going to be scrounging around for locked dungeons and things like that more than just... Yeah, I don't think we're finding buildings. Okay, yeah, let's find a temple, and then when we get set up, I think we check catacombs, we try and get maybe into the dungeons of the keep, if there was like an underground section, that could maybe we could find entry into that. Okay. Anything else that maybe would have been built underground? The treasury of the keep, I mean, that's where we really want to find. Alright. I'm just gonna say you spend the rest of this day and one other full day to get the layout of this, um, okay. this everything. Yeah. I think we're mostly looking at the keep. Like we don't care too much about the town at this point. Sure. Um, so much. you got to get past two levels of walls to get to the keep, which is on this raised hill. Uh, the keep itself looks completely destroyed. It, what it really looks like, because uh, many of these other buildings don't, is that some large creature has been climbing this keep or standing on this keep or using this keep as a lookout point for a long time and has just, like, crumbled the entire thing. Uh, there's definitely no entryway anymore, but you can see where a path might have been that would have wound up to it. So you can see where the front door would have been, but it's just, it's been ruined and crumbled and under tons and tons of rubble. It's conceivably excavatable, but you would be like needing a work team for weeks or months to properly do it. So clearly, I say, well, it looks like Frostbite was here before it fell asleep. Yes. So we should be careful on it. You find six temples and a coliseum. Uh, one temple is dedicated to Velmontarius, the god of justice. justice no. So. One temple's dedicated to Velthara, the goddess of vengeance. Yeah. There is one dedicated to Bellum, the god of war. There is one dedicated to Illumis, the sun god. There is one in a different quarter right near the ocean, uh, dedicated, or right near the lake, dedicated to Quantarius, the god of trade. And there is a very large center temple uh, dedicated to all the gods. Okay, um, so back, I, I don't remember if I asked this before, there, it's kind of a thing where we thought there used to be winter gods, right? 
that is it's a conspiracy rumor. theories. It's conspiracy okay. theory. Rumor. That's a thing yeah. that Chat Hicks like pushed from the very beginning, but has never been a part okay. of the campaign. Um, looking around these temples, is there anything beyond the pantheon that we know today in this general temple? No, yeah, it contains the exact same 28, 29 gods that okay. you. Does it look like it's been defaced at all to remove anything that might have been here before? Uh, the only thing missing from the general temple is the statue of Velthara. It is okay, missing. Okay, so so it doesn't yeah. look like you know there might have been more slots that a pantheon could have gone into that was then removed. Mm-hmm. In fact, okay. this temple looks pres- surprisingly well preserved. All the valuables, of course, are taken, but some of the other buildings have clear signs of uh, vandalism or things being slightly destroyed. These temples look like whatever creatures have been here have let them sit and left them alone and it's just the wear and tear of freezing and snow that have uh, damaged them okay um okay. temples of note Quantarius trade mm-hmm. might be potential like storehouses or loot there that might be harder to find or were more protected considering it probably was is where like a lot of trade went through right <laughs> Um, Velthara, because of Knolls, right? Um, that might be a temple that we really want to look at. We've had experiences of that before. And the general temple seems like the biggest one, right? I think we can safely assume the rest of them are kind of flavor. But, like, more importantly, though, right, there's bound to be businesses in the city or in the temples that have, like, lockboxes that have been hidden away that haven't been found by the Knolls, because that's happened in the past with places that we know the Knolls have been and they haven't got everything, so... You know, we start with the temples, but it's definitely worth scouting around looking for I don't think you want to look through every single business for their lockbox of 20 gold, right? You want to find the high-profile ones. Possible. Goldsmiths, jewelers. Right, yeah, okay, sure. If you find a big jeweler or goldsmith, right, but I don't think you want to break into just everything. You want to be a little more tactical in your approach. How would you identify which ones are, like, the upscale places when this whole place is kind of a, a ruined... Uh, well, if you point. find any brothels, turns out they're rich as hell. Go, yeah, to, right. go, go to the brothel. Go, go to every brothel. Um, I don't know. I can read you. If there's any signs remaining, we can read them. Right? Might be, you know, the, the, the buildings in the central ring of town are probably where the more um, high-end shops are. I would say, wow. yeah. Yeah, I would we'll, say we'll, go we'll towards start. the keep, right? Because nobles and rich people often live towards the keeps. But let's, uh, let's would... uh, set up shop in the general temple, and we can look for the catacombs here first. Yeah. Sure. Um, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we will learn a little bit about these temples and see what you guys want to do. Uh, okay. So see you guys in a few minutes. Bye-bye. Welcome back to Frozen Frontier, everyone. Here we are. Exploring the city. So, Neil, we spend our first days, we set up camp in the general temple, and we start looking for catacombs below the temples as our first mm-hmm. action. So, I think so catacombs. Is this dungeon uh, like a jail, or is it a DD dungeon to explore and loot? Uh, as you get the lay of the land in the city, you do note that the Temple of Velmontarius comprises the actual dungeon, like where you hold your prisoners uh, um, sort of dungeon. That's that's yeah. why it's okay to be there. Right. Um, there is a, a ruined market square quite near to it. Um, this is not showing up as well as I would have liked. I'm going to find a better way of showing it to chat. Uh, yeah. Do you have any questions about this map? Anything that you need clarified? No, I don't think so. Oh. Okay. Let's see if I can do it this way. 
Bam. Well, why is the so, Quantarius Temple all the way out there? Like, what's so special about that little bit at the top? Got it. I imagine that's their port, right? Yeah. That's where trade comes in and out. Correct. Nice. What I am surprised by is the market being so far away from it. I would imagine I would, just as a city designer, I would put my marketplace next to where the shipping came in and out, or at least very close by. Yeah, there are kind many of. other markets. Um, this is just like the big central market. Um, but of course, there are plenty of smaller markets all over the place. Your observations are not inaccurate either. You know, so we search the temples. Um, great. What order would you like to search them in? Because that has a... The general matter. temple first, then Belfara. Okay, so let's start with the general temple. It's one of them big circular temples, uh, which we've seen in hardcore heroes, with the all the gods kind of on the outside and the upper and lower gods in a more inner area. Uh, there are rooms that would belong to priests here that have had their doors battered down, and all the riches have been looted from everything. The step, the statue tell Valthara is missing. Uh, and there is indeed a crypt below it. Would you like to go into the crypt? I think we, uh, do we go down <laughs> now or should we just- Did we not learn it? our lesson last time? Should I think it's time for like some a... spelunking, don't you? Yeah, I think it is time for some spelunking. I think we go down. Right. All right, lads, watch out for ghosts. They, uh, they play havoc on your knees. It's not what you want, <laughs> not what you want. Right back at you, old man. The What's that meant to me, here... Is a little different than the other crypts you've been in before. Instead of having individual tombs um, along the sides of the walls with a big winding passageway, it's sort of just one large room underground, just like covered in bones, as if they just took the bones from bodies and just hurled them into one big central pit underneath the temple. This is probably the. The crypt for the average uh, Joe in town. We, we probably mm -hmm. want to find the crypt that the nobles were buried in. No wonder the gods cursed these people. It's like a barrow, right? I think that's the word for it. Is there a, a god of being rich? Uh, <laughs> Quantarius, I think. <laughs> yeah, but the docks are usually slummy. That's where you've got a lot of them. Um, I don't know. Well, the Velmontarius. god of being rich. The oh, Velmontarius temple is near yeah. the keep. It could be. It could be there. It looks small. Have to stop worshiping the god of being poor. It's that easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have no one to blame but yourself. That's, um, you know, I take a tentative step inside the crypt, inside the giant room. Do I get attacked by skeletons? Not yet. Okay. I mean, it, it doesn't look like there's anything down here, right? No. So it really just looks like a big bone pile. Yeah, yeah. it just looks it's like a big bone pile. No, if I didn't know about it. Pile hit, I mean, how, what's... Are the bones um, ancient? Are they old? Or do they look more recent? Are no, they are old? definitely old frozen bones. This is kind of weird. Because usually yeah. you... The idea of just, like, dumping a lot of bodies in a pile is kind of... Sorry. Like, a lot of people do, like, last rites on bodies, right? Because the, the whole concern is that if you don't give a body the proper last rites, it might not, you know, stay dead as a body. Mm -hmm. Right? That was, that was kind of the whole reason behind it. Um... So is that like a, a sort of thing that's carried over into this world is like just kind of dropping bodies into a big mass pile, something that's generally considered like, uh, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Uh, your people have, ne I guess you don't have people, but none of the people yeah. that you all know would ever do something like this. Usually 
usually you want to give each body kind of its own spot. Yes. Um, so this I, I seems pretty barbaric. The, I walk into the burrow and I, I reach the first body. And I There's not even up. a body. It's just a pile of bones. Oh, sorry, like they're so all I, disorganized. I, I pick up like a, a, a forearm bone or something. And I, I take it over to Yaramir looking at it and say, um, any obvious sign of death on any of these bones? Like maybe there was a plague or something and they were just dumping bodies down here. Any obvious sign of death? Uh, I was thinking well, of mass grave. No, flesh on them. no uh, but like maybe... Um, uh, yeah, no, 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 I take it. I'll examine the bone. First, it, it is human. Um, does, yeah, give me an anatomy check just to does be... Does it look... Uh, okay. Just to be doubly sure. Yeah, it's I definitely it. fucking human. Okay, so one thing I want to know. This place is like a nice stone area, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's an actual thing that's been built. Uh, does it look like there's anything meant for, like, actual individual inhabitants? Or is it like they built this to be a mass grave? It looks like it's built to be a mass grave. It's one giant room uh, with a, a bit of a domed ceiling and then just a pile of bones in a slight mound in the middle. Okay. So with my elven eyes, I want to look around and see if I can spot any obvious signs of, like, hidden walls like switches levers anything that might indicate there's more to this place because the idea of building like this giant room for a mass grave is very strange to me like usually if you're gonna do a mass grave you're just gonna dig a big pit and chuck all the bodies inside sure uh you do find a a hidden switch on a wall it's uh one of those like loose bricks on the end that you kind of tug and it slide like it's it just slides out and becomes like uh, perpendicular to the wall, and then you have a feeling you could push it in from there. Guys, over here! And Ferris will start pushing this thing in as the others start moving up. Would it, fine, Ferris. The I'll brick. push it in with like some sort of stick or something that I don't want my hand in that thing. Sure. You want my ten foot pole? Yes, that'd be great. Actually, give me that. Give me that pole. You grab the pole. You push the brick in. It slides into place with a chunk, and the wall begins to descend into the ground next to it. Um, and behind this is a, a pretty good-sized room, maybe 20 feet on a side, and it's got tables and chairs and a comfy couch and a couple of casks of ale and, like, a little footstool, and it looks very similar to that last little kind of... Priest room. Yeah, like the little hangout after hours uh, priest getting down to party room. You, uh... I, I'm not exactly a student of history. Yarmir, <clears throat> you might know more. It said that the, the whole reason for the, the original cataclysm was sort of corruption in the church. Clerics not worshipping the gods evenly, taking their duties lightly. That's how the stories go. I, I I am not a uh, scholar of the cataclysm. Uh, I do not know much about it. Yes, the, the teachings in the Church of Martha echo that sentiment. So, could the reason this wall's this is a hidden switch, a hidden room, be that this was scandalous activity? I mean, there there was a drug set up in the in the last one, right? Could it be that the clerics were were performing scandalous activities? They were hiding it from the people, stuffing could very these well be. away. I, I do not know the answer for you, Ferris, but uh, I like your conjecture. Why else would they hold their parties next to the graves of thousands of men? It seems uh, either there's... I wonder if the parties were first and the grave came second. It's very hard to tell when these bones were put here. They are, in it's fact, true. very old, but... The other one seemed a bit more intentional, though, didn't it? 
I think that this is meant to be like this. I've seen towns before that have burial pits like this. Uh, is there any way, Neil? I know that everything here is like 1,500 years old at least, right? Mm -hmm. If something were to be down here, like let's say some of these bones were 1,500 years old mm -hmm. and some of these bones were like 1,800 years old, would there mm -hmm. be any feasible way for Yarmir to tell the difference? I think you would need like modern archaeology things to tell that difference, but I'm not gotta, an expert. I gotta, I gotta carbon date it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if you're gonna be able to tell that fine of detail when they're this okay. old. What, what if, I'm saying, like, is there a way, like, if some of these things were much, much older than others, like, what would be the general range of time before that would become apparent? Because that would kind of tell us if something was like a thousand years older than something else, that might tell us how old, like how long this mass grave was around for. I mean, there's a no age spell. Maybe that would do you, Jaromir, do you have no age? Not yet. I don't know. Is it's it a first a, level it spell? A fourth level spell? No, no, it's a okay. first level. No, I don't have it as a first level spell. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have any way of okay. determining that. You know, maybe, um, Jaromir, can you tell if most of the bones belong to men or women? Maybe that's something you can work out. Uh, perhaps over time. I mean, this is large pile of bones. Would you I've like me a... to start sorting through them? Well, I've got a bit of a theory, right? It, it said conquest on the wall. Uh, this seems like south, further south. Maybe the humans built this city after conquering the land from the Skrugs. If this was like a, a forward, uh, a forward position in the war, perhaps uh, there's a lot of dead men here. Maybe there's a lot of soldiers being killed, and there's the need for uh, easy burial. Perhaps. Would you like me to go through all of their pelvises and tell you which ones have birthing hips? No, it's fine. I, I like. Let's uh, check the walls for more hidden switches. But I think otherwise we can leave this place. Yeah, I want to see the other crypts. I want to know what all the others yeah. were like because the other one seems like a much more standard style crypt. And the idea of building a crypt to make a mass grave is very strange to me. Let's um, let's head to Valmontarius next. That's uh, by the keep. It's smaller. Um, I reckon maybe the nobles would be buried there. Sure. Uh, you head to the temple of Velmontarius. Um, that is the god of justice. It's nearby to the keep. Uh, and you... Do, 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 do. Uh, as you go down into it, it is not so much a crypt as, a, as just a regular dungeon. Um, you go down the first set of stairs... And there are some rooms on either side and a, a long row of cells. Is there um, any bodies in the cells? The Some of the cell doors look like they have been ripped off their hinges. And like, uh, well, I should say one cell door looks like it's been ripped off its hinge and like knocked to the ground. Um, there are no bodies in any of these, but then there is a staircase that descends to a level below. Sorry, this is the Velthara Temple? Valmontarius. The Valmontarius? Below. Below the All Temple, above the keep. Oh, okay. I wonder... Oh, I didn't... <laughs> I I thought we were making a joke about, like, Velthara and Quantarius together. I didn't realize that was actually, like, a... No, that's a, that's a god, yeah. Okay. I, I wonder if the, the Caledonians had Skrag prisoners, I say out loud to the group. There doesn't seem to be any bones down here, but maybe uh, maybe the Skrags came back for the, the remains of their dead. I What's Velmontarius the god of? Justice. Justice. Okay, yeah. so I understand why that would be a dungeon then, right? You'd They, they might have been enforcers, keepers of the peace. Yeah, yeah. These are Well, let's uh let's keep exploring. There's nothing uh, of interest right here. Right. 
I had I had downstairs. Okay. So the sun. Just uh, keep your eyes open, guys. I know we haven't run into anything for a while, but danger could be around any corner. I wonder if they're still running matches in the Coliseum. Well, still matches, the, like if there is a hidden treasure box. The one in the Coliseum is probably the largest in the whole town, so we'll be going there at some point. Ferris, you have your, your lantern on you, right? Your skull helmet thingy? Yeah, skull always. Thing. I've okay. got a lantern as well. That I hunt the army. Yep. I also just have natural uh, infravision. Right. Okay. So I'm going to bring you guys to the second level of this dungeon. Sweet. Hmm? So which dungeon are we in here? The voluntarious one. Uh, this is yes. level two of it. Right. Yeah. Level two of Velmontarius, and here you are. There are sconces on the walls, empty. Well, some of them have torches, but they're long burned out. Uh, and there are cells. Uh, underneath Grimes's feet right here is a cell door that has been ripped off of its hinges and lies in the middle of the room. Um, and then it just kind of empties into the darkness beyond. Can we light the torches with our lantern? Uh, no, the torches are like... They will no longer work. Okay. Yeah, they've been burned out and not replaced, basically. All right. I well, we have a map, so I guess we better explore. Stay close. I thought we had fully explored it already. I thought we were leaving. You're only on no, the no. second floor. This is the Valmontarius Temple, not the not the main temple. Yes. Right. But I, it's fine. It's cool. Okay. So we we. we cautiously advance. I get, you know, Yaramir, stay close to me. You've got the lantern. Nick's, Nick's uh, like, Malachi avatar showed up on the map for a second for me, like, in one of the rooms, and I had just a straight second of panic thinking I was about to eat a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to draw well, my phase dagger and go ethereal. Well, twist. And also sneak as well, although the rest of the party's probably making so much sure. noise. It doesn't matter, but... Uh, seeing some stairs way down at the end, I say. There's another There's another floor below this one. All right, well, keep close. Ch I'm checking the, the cells. Is there any bones in any of these cells? No, they're empty. So these are still closed light? off, right? They're still, like, only some of the doors have been ripped open. Why yes. is my lantern light one directional now? Because uh, it... It's a bullseye lantern, right? It's one. It's a unidirectional we a lantern. We have a hooded. Oh, it's a hooded. A sorry, hooded I thought around. it was a bullseye. My, my mistake. No. Uh, I will get rid of the angle on it. it was a huzzah! Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. I got really nervous that like dark magic was coming our way. <laughs> so no, nothing in any of the cells now. No, each cell you pass is yeah. empty. Should we just like move forward and have you tell us if we if we cross a cell that has something in it? You've gotten to the next staircase already. Yeah. Right. These these ones are they closed? Some of them are still closed up, right? So, uh, yes, yeah, some of them are still yeah. closed. Some of them have had their doors ripped off. All right, let's head down. Yep. How well made did the doors look? Like, could I rip one of the doors off if I tried? I mean, you're pretty buff. You could probably do it given sufficient time. Maybe not on like your first go, but. Well, like a null could do it, right? A team of gnolls could probably do it for Sherzies. The gnolls are probably as strong, if not stronger than me, though, so, yeah. Yeah, it depends on the race of gnoll. Um, and then you come... Whoops. Whoops. Ooh. I have to turn on the lighting effects. 
I I saw some. I saw some. You're gonna see that shit anyway. Okay, now I can. I can can see see those ghosts. Uh, You enter down to a oh fuck a lower level. What are those figures in the distance? Uh, And with that, you see. Let me send you a link. Oh my! I see another pit, and that is terrifying. That is terrifying. There's people down here. What the hell? The yeah, skeleton so, start coming out of the pit and it starts moving around. <laughs> so being a generally perceptive person seeing this, Ferris is going to hold a hand up to the party and he's going to kind of like crouch down and try and listen in and see if there's any sound coming from these ghosts. You see this, which I will link in Twitch chat for you guys to take a look at. Um, these are not ghosts. These are people. These are frozen people behind a set of bars, behind a a barred gate, a nice big iron gate with a shiny-ass lock on it, even underneath all the ice. Um, There there looks to be signs as if someone sometime has tried to knock down this gate, but has ultimately failed. (laughs) There are four people here. Um, A young woman, an old woman, a, a knight... And then a, you can't really see, but a sort of heavyset person with a staff leaning against a barrel. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this is interesting. One person's crouched down by the looks? The one yeah, next to the, it looks like the they're bar- sitting on the ground, leaning against a barrel, kind of oh, tilted Oh, sitting, forward. okay, not like kneeling. Right. So I'll just check up here. Is this just like dead-ended up here? Uh, it's the south. No, it does not dead-end. Like you just can't see because there's no light. Yeah, okay. So wait, this kind of looks like an adventuring party a little bit, right? It does, yeah. They've got, like, the fighter in their midst. They've got somebody who looks like a wizard. Like, he's carrying something wizardy looking. Like, does it look like it could be an adventuring party? I think that's your determination to make. I guess because I don't really know how much these things match up to the tokens that we have on the map is what I'm getting at. They match very well, identically. Okay. But there's nothing else other than this gate, right? If we thaw him out, I think he'll turn into goop. Probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to find out. But that gear went. Is there some way you can get rid of these bars, Yarmir? Uh, sure. I, uh, I take a look at the bars. Are they, are they is it locked? A they locked are gate or is it frozen iron, shut? They are steel bars, and there seems to be a mithril lock um, holding uh, it closed. All right, Grimes, this is the reason you're here. Get this I, lock open. I'll give it a shot. I don't know what mithril means, but... Uh, what is your pick blocks percentage? Uh, I don't think I've advanced or it above 15. Number. So I think if, I think I can open a good lock, but not a superior. But let's let's see. So I, I think I'm in some of the 15 range. But I will uh, inspect it at least. Yeah, would you uh, mind yeah. double-checking to make sure it's within... Sure uh, I'm right 15. Use my pick blocks. That's a for sure number, not a yes. soft number. Okay. Do you have it large prepared, Yarmir? Uh, 15 is an excellent lock that you can pick. Nice. Um, so yes, you can sit here. It'll take you a while. Um, it'll take you about an hour or so to do this, and Yarmir is going to have to like help melt the ice on it, or someone's going to have to help melt the ice on it with some sort of heat thing in order for you to in order for it to be loose enough for you to work. Um, the only uh, fire spell I have prepared is Burning Hands, so I can create flame and fan for you. I, well, you, you, got a, you got a awesome. lantern. There yeah. are, there's fire sources readily available, so you can melt it, and you guys will have to spend an hour waiting for Grimes to, to get this done. 
Are you sure you can do this, Grimes? We've been here for ages. Shh, let me concentrate. Almost Yarmir, bring that bring that candle back over. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, while this is going on, Ferris, what what's running through your head? You guys have seen a lot of shit recently. Um, how do you feel about these these bodies before you? I mean, I'm kind of used to it at this point. We've seen them around here before. Um, it's kind of interesting. This doesn't look like any kind of formal ceremony, right? No. This looks like kind of a ragtag group of different people who've gotten together. I'm starting to wonder if, like, this place was abandoned before Caldonia froze over. And this was like a group of adventurers who came here looking to plunder some treasures. Hmm, interesting. Um, but I'm not really sure. I'm just kind of like... I'm moving up to the gate, looking around. I can't really see much from here. How far back can I see? What's with the pit, though, I say? Okay, when you were about to link that picture in chat, I thought you were going to link us the 300 video of Leonidas kicking the dude into the, the bottom <laughs> of the pit. <laughs> this is conquest! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I um, I don't know. I, I've got this feeling this place was abandoned before the freeze, and that this is like a an unrelated group. Actually, does that person in the armor look like a paladin by chance? Does it look um, like some sort of official garb, or does it just kind of look like? Nice? I mean, it looks like a knight in plate mail, like a, a oh. breastplate with chain limbs and a great helm and a two-handed sword. Is there like sword? a clear pulling out the spyglass um, and zooming up on his chest? Can I see like any sort of holy symbol or markings? Enhance. <laughs> be patient you gotta gotta get up close right? you know it's covered in ice and frost any sort of symbology that would be under it is lost until you get closer or maybe can chip away the ice a little bit okay so i can't see can i see where a symbol like i i couldn't identify a symbol but can i see that there is a symbol somewhere even if it's like too frozen over to be identifiable no no okay uh, Grimes, eventually you manage to pick the lock uh, and the door swings open on its hinges, allowing Was you it all... originally locked from the outside? Uh, the lock is accessible from either the inside or the outside, so it, you can't tell... So we can't tell whether these people were locked in here or whether they locked themselves in here. Right. Unknown. Uh, but you can now bypass that wall. Alright. Okay. Stay close. I take the lead. Okay. Watch out, because something could come out of this pit. And freezes. my dagger again. What, is that like a barrier between us and them here? That is another series of uh, stone, or not stone, uh, metal bars that go all the way around. Yeah. Is there another to lock? the roof? Floor to the ceiling? Know. You're going to have to explore. They, they do right. go to the ceiling, yes. So uh, is there a door in this one? Not right there, no. We Looking around right. this room, though, do I? Oh, there's an open one up there. I see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's also a path here. Mm-hmm. What's up Let's path? not go straight into the middle. Let's uh, explore the sides first. Yeah. S stay close this way. North. Oh, God. It's not going to line up. I know, yeah. That's going to be rough. Oh, yeah, we're off grid. Grimes, Grimes. Oh, wait. No, no, no. This is actually pretty good. This is close Shh. enough. Shh. Oh, Grimes. Move. I'm slightly overlapping with the bars, and it's really hurting my OCD. Okay, there we go. Wait, wait for Grimes and Yarmir. Right. Um, I'm phased, by the way, Neil. I don't see yes. any. Do I see any? Is there anyone else here with me in the uh, the other side, in the no. ethereal, or wherever it is I am? No, it's just you oh, and your friends. Just dead here, right? Ah, oh, man, you should give your. What am I looking at here? Go back to the forest. Just more cells. 
Yeah, what's in this room? Yes. Uh, cells. Empty cells. Nothing in them. Yeah. Lead the way, Grimes. All the way around. Oops. Is this gate open? Yes, it is. Check north first. I step out of the way. <laughs> Nothing happens to me when I cross that threshold. Nope. Oh shit, what's this in here? Torture equipment. Looks like an axe. There uh, are definitely tools for enhanced interrogation. I peer off the edge here. of the pit, Neil. What uh, do I see in the abyss? It just descends into darkness. Although, Grimes, I'm going to pause everyone for just a moment. Uh, Grimes, this thing that you're looking at over here looks like a, a bunch of ice um, in kind of like a, almost like a thin shell. Hmm. If that makes sense. We'll, we'll come back to that later. Yeah. Uh, continue Let's moving see. or we'll do whatever. What's this thing in the cell that I'm looking at? On the top left? Uh, it looks like a person, a frozen person, stuck between, like, that has buried, is buried in hay. Can I get in there? Uh, it is locked. I, uh, I crack my fingers and I grab the bars. When I and attempt to bat them. Heave with all of your might. Give me a d20. Or a d100, I'm sorry. Yeah, d100. 25. Uh, oh, your open doors is 25. Yeah. Nailed the it. frozen bars bend under your pure strength uh, and then crack, and one of them just shatters. You get I, a little I, bit I, of a I metal stuck in shoulder. your hand. I look over my shoulder and give a nod, and then. You get a big thumbs up from your arm, you're like, well, that was very cool. All right. Nicely done. I go in here and start ripping some hay off this, this corpse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you take the hay off and it is a woman uh, chained to the wall uh, frozen in place and like a hurled as if she was freezing to death uh, she's not wearing very much she looks like she's in prisoner garb yeah does she look like she's been tortured yeah you do see marks of uh, lashes along her legs uh, it looks like her fingernails are all missing. She's got only one eye left. Jesus. I, Grimes, when you look at this woman, uh, is her spirit still here? Which woman? I was... I put uh, down whatever torture in, in woman cell I was doing. Over here. Come with me. Do you, do you see woman in cell that uh, William yeah. was? I think I was fiddling with these implements on the table. Oh, that's uh. Are they iron? Can I just get a quick description? As no, I set they, them down? these are brass... Okay. Implements. Right. I set them down. I'm like, what? There's a, there's a woman? And I like fall around the corner. Let's see. I don't know. Toolbar is blocking it. Okay. There's, is there a restless spirit here, no. Emil? There's not. No, we're, there's no one else here. Mm. I wonder what kept spirits in that one cave bound. Something to do with the scrags, I would suspect. Dark okay. magic. Did we come downstairs to get here, or are those upstairs? Uh, those... Yes, you had to descend a small flight of stairs. Another guy in there as well. But let's leave this room. Yeah, this guy up here is, uh, like, chained to the wall and just frozen in place. Mm -hmm. You know, he had no opportunity to try and warm up. That thing looks like some sort of, uh, shield that froze. 
I point to like this wall of ice. Let's uh, let's just finish the perimeters first, Grimes. Okay, just just. Oh, whoops. Take it out. <laughs> this is a That's wall, nice. right? Yep. Oh, yeah. so I've, I've okay. you're you're stuck on the inside of another prison, Grimes. Yeah. Cool. Be familiar with old place, habit. No? Yeah. <laughs> Bit too close to home down here, Grimes. <sighs> Uh, these are large cages, big enough for one person to fit very, very uncomfortably inside of them. Goddamn. Yeah, with little hooks on top, like you could hang them from something. Yeah. Dangle like over something. a pit. Nasty like over business. a pit. Scrags were smaller than people, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so Do I get any sort of feeling that the architecture of this place was designed for something a little bit smaller than your typical person? The bars would be clo are close enough together that they could probably keep out a, a scrag if they're like goblin sized. Well, I'm wondering um, if this the... place was scrag built or human built, because scrags we know have a pretty big affinity for the whole torture thing. Yeah, what well, we think. The tool these didn't look like scrag tools. That's true. We've got no idea what scrag tools look like, though. <laughs> really? Well, if I mean, we assuming... assume the ones from the cave. I mean, how yeah. do we not know that scrags aren't just like a different race of men that have been? You know, made to look like they're monstrous. Yeah, we it doesn't really make a difference. They're still a different race in that case. Yeah, but this literally could be a Scrag city, and it could just be like another. That's what I mean. Like yeah. Scrags were smaller, so if it was made for them, I assume that it would be like smaller architecture. These proportions are comfortable for you all to walk through. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's all I can really say. Okay. What's well, nothing in this room of interest? Uh, there's some like weapon racks. In the corner? Um, yeah, that would be an area where you might cook food or maybe boil water or oil or something. Yeah, What's in these crates? What kind of weapons are they? Yeah, can we get a... Uh, those are spears. Uh, what spears. are in these crates? They're the frozen crates. You could maybe crack them open and rip through them, but right now they're closed and frozen. Yeah, do we have a crowbar by chance? Uh... I think just a pickaxe and an ultra spear. Yeah, that too. Racks of spears. Are are they all identical? Like and not valuable, you know? The yeah, they're all just like regular junk spears. I will remind you there are four crowbars at the fort. You know, could uh bring some stuff along. Should I put it in the hall? Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go grab a spear and try like prying open some of these crates. Sure. Uh you can rip them open. Inside are some f old food supplies. Um, they, there's some bottles of oil. Uh, it looks like the supplies you might need to properly run a dungeon. You know, rope, oil, food. Okay. Uh, sharpening uh, what stones. about these barrels down here? Those have water in them. Okay. So they're just frozen, frozen solid. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's carry on. Yep. Something down here. This is the last room, right? No, no, there's one more. Yes. Two more, in fact. There's loads left. Oh, boy. I, I can't go diagonally. Just use your mouse. <laughs> Faris, keep up. I need the light. Look, I'm I'm having... Excellent. I only have four directional movement, William. Uh, it just looks like another empty room. Yeah, mm. I think Grimes got oh. lost. I'm lost in the dark. 
Grimes I can't find his way come out. back for you. I'm sorry. I did a poor job. I was not moving. There we go. Looks like a, a, a dining room of some kind right here. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, for the, the oh, arm and leg straps no, those look on like the table. tables from further back. Those look like torture racks, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is like this is like the other room. All right, bucking up. Yep. I figured it'd be like jailer's dining room or something. One more to scout, and then we can check out these frozen people. Oh, we've not been down here yet. Oh, yeah. Looks like more of... Oh, God, I zoomed very far out. Uh, it looks like more of the same. All right. Going to move down. Yeah, it's more of the same. Okay, let's head to the center. All right. Yep. All right, so... Here. You guys can walk around and walk there. It's fine. Yep. Um, so what you see are those four people uh, standing in that pattern, but right next to the, the bottomless-looking pit is this little thin wall. It almost looks like the outside of a shell because on the inside of it, it's slightly concave and slightly concave that way. Um, and it is some sort of frozen liquid. Um, does anyone want to take a closer look? Is it in front of the guy with the stuff? Um, you can see it on the map. It's yeah, here. you can see it on the map. It's the it's the line. The, the blue yeah, which line. is that? The, I'm saying the the guy closest to it though is that the knight or is that the this is the knight? Can, you can't tell the difference between the knight and the staff guy. I guess so. Yeah, now that now that you pointed out, um, zoom in and get a little oh, closer yeah. to your screen. Your your old eyes are getting tired. Yarmir, <laughs> <laughs> could you light up an item that we could then drop down this pit? Not today. Tomorrow. Okay. Hey, well, I think I've got a torch. Hang on. Um, is there a stone nearby we could just toss off? There's a lot of stuff nearby. There's a bunch of yeah. ice. You can crack. I'm just looking for some like debris that we can put a light spell on, then drop down the. Uh... Or uh, and I'll I'll tire just listen. Right uh, where, where, where we, we can do a torch too. We did a torch before and that worked. I haven't actually got a torch. So, um, so. Yeah, so I guess it's tomorrow. Um, um, yeah. What about these bodies though? I've got a hundred feet of twine. I'm going to lower twine off the edge. Or 170 feet of twine. I'm going to so lower like take... twine off the edge. Okay. I'll tie a weight to it, like tie a pit into the end. Uh-huh. And lower it, see if I can lower oh. it all the way down. Wait, I have an idea. I can go further than that. Um, I'm going to pull out the telescope and telescope down because I my infravision extends out to 300 feet if I use the telescope. Oh. So you so hold the lantern a... over the edge and, and look down? Mm -hmm. With the yeah, telescope, I can see it up to 300 feet down. So it just ends up being pure darkness down there. However, with the telescope, uh, you can see at the edge of the wall, there's like light, 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 and then there's a, like a plane where it mm -hmm. becomes solid blackness. It's not like it fades. It does fade, but it's like fading and then insta-black all okay. of a sudden. So like that's exactly the same as, I, I'm gonna relay this to say, that's exactly the same as what we saw in the other town. And I'm beginning to think that this might be something in Caldonia, like continent-wide, I'm wondering if at a certain point of depth, Caldonia just Whoa. stops being. That's blew my mind, man. That's crazy. Because because it, it not just like a some sort of magic pit that goes on onto a point and then you die if you reach that point. So How far down? Well, what I want to test is you have 170 feet of t of twine grimes. 
Yeah, I guess I'm Can you tie something to the end of it and lower it down? Yeah, that's what I'm setting up. How far down is it? I ask as I'm like lowering this pit and on the I can't really tell from here. Just lower it and I'll watch it go down. I'll tell you if you reach it or not. If I cast detect magic, does it radiate magic? Uh, what's the range on your detect magic? Probably like 30 feet. Is uh, that also you won't affected be able to by see down below? Is that also affected by the telescope? <laughs> it's not going to work with te- through the telescope. <laughs> um, I think uh, it might actually have better range than that. Let me look. Yeah, so this is about uh, like a 150 feet downish, I think is what I something like that. Um, so you you can lower your your pitten until it reaches that plane, and mm-hmm. then you can lower the pitten below it. Yep. So I, I say, Grimes, you're almost there. Keep going. Uh, and then once it's in, I, I wait another like five feet and I say, okay, pull it back up. It, it retracts back out without any issue. The pitten's there. Yep. Okay. So where's Nimrod when you need him? Need him. My, it's a it's a line, right? That's ten feet wide by thirty yards. Ninety feet, so close. Yeah, okay. can hang you down a couple of feet. Push you in one of those cages. Is there something on the roof to uh, affix cages to, Neil? Yes. What about the uh, the items these guys are carrying? Can I see enough detail on them to determine whether they're you can of high uh, quality? Let's or... see. The knight is about six feet tall, about 170 pounds, uh, middle aged, salt and pepper hair with a beard. Isn't he wearing a helmet? I guess you can't see the salt and pepper hair in a beard. Never mind. <laughs> he sounds distinguished and handsome. Yeah. Um, he has a steel breastplate with steel chain limbs, a steel arming sword, and uh, not an arming sword, a two-handed sword, and a dagger. Does his sword look well? Like, uh... looks very nice. You know, William, we could thaw this person and then take his armor. I think finally get that steel armor you've always William wanted. William is again too big. Like, William might be six something. I don't remember, but you've got eighteen dash a billion strength. Like, your arms are just physically too big for any regular person's arm. But it's chain limbs. Oh, yeah, well, you can take the chain limbs, that's fine. Yeah, but no, the breastplate is what I'm saying, because his arms well, won't go into that. Yeah, really. William's chest is too big for for this this guy. I am arm. very muscular, Forrest. You're 18-58. You're, I mean, you're, you've got a huge. huge chest. Huge, mate. That's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it if you saw it. <laughs> it's shocking, actually. It <laughs> in, a, in a way, it can be almost off-putting. I've heard, but yeah. All right, stop with that. Fine. Now. Anyways, something I've been wanting to ask: Do you think we could convince Nimrod to take a quick uh, expeditionary mission for us? <laughs> what down into the pit? We have enough twine. Oh my word! I don't think you can hang a kobold from twine. Yeah, he's a little heavy for that. I've only got 50, maybe 100 feet of rope. How far down was it? 150 to the dark. Uh, looking around this place, is there rope we can take? Uh, it's a dungeon. You'll find some rope lying around here. Some of those boxes had rope in it. Yeah. Yeah, how much rope can we find? Because we can tie together any scraps. Um, 
I didn't say sure. we should blow a Nimrod down there. Yeah, also the ancient frozen rope. Maybe Nimrod's light enough that it won't matter, but well, what I'm thinking is, is I, I was kind of joking about Nimrod, no. but I do want to load. I want to find like some sort of animal, right? Like find a <laughs> a, a, a snarl, however the hell you say squirrels on this continent, um, and lower that down. You know? Yeah. Maybe a fish? No, fish. A fish would die too fast. We wouldn't yeah. be able to get it down before it died. I think we should. Uh get these bodies back up to the surface and get a fire going. Sure. Um, as long as we're looking at these bodies, let me also tell you what the other people have. The young girl has assorted jewelry, uh, quite a bit of it on her. Uh, she looks very well-dressed. Her outfit is kind of like she's going to a grand party or a ball. Um, let's see. I think you can sort of see it on the image um, that I linked you guys. Or in chat or on stream if you're looking. Did Matthew draw that? He did, yes. Oh, from close up, do I see any sort of like holy symbol on this armor? You do not, no. Um, let's see, she also has a, a sigil on her neck that is the same as the sigil of the royal family that you saw on that guy in that brothel that time. That I still have on me? Yep. The... She's from the royal family. Uh, she's about 5'5 five, five and 137 pounds or so. Looks to be about 16-ish years old. The older woman is about the same height, but in her 60s. Uh, very conservatively dressed, kind of like a handmaid. Uh, it has some amount of jewelry on her, but it's very, very tame. Uh, and the last gentleman is a heavy set, what looks to be a spellcaster. Uh, he has a, a staff. Uh, with a, a crystal clutched in the very top of it. Um, and, yeah. And, like, his robes and stuff. And there's a maybe a book hanging off of his side attached via a chain to his belt. So what? why is he leaning against this barrel? Does it look like he's been thrown or he's uh, sleeping? Uh, he could be sleeping or maybe he was injured and, like, hunched over holding himself. Or what are the, what are Does faces? he look like he's casually leaning back against it? Uh, his eyes are closed. Yeah. Mm. Are the is the are the women's eyes closed or do they look they look open? Uh, they're picture? open, but they're not necessarily looking at each other. There's a... What is Dethaw the woman? She has jewelry. This will make <laughs> this will make uh, William happy. She'll probably turn into goop. This will make me happy, and then let's go. This does not seem to be a place of valuables or much of interest. Yeah, but why would these? You people don't think be down this is here? interesting. They're frozen prisoners. What Shut difference up. does it make? Prisoners? No prisoners right. get to keep their weapons. They're yeah. frozen guards. What? They're, we have seen so many frozen people. Take their jewels. Let's go. This woman is from the royal family. There is no way she's a god. She was visiting on very bad day. Hmm. Unfortunate for her. Perhaps. I think we should throw them all. All right. Throw them all out. But let's do it quickly. Sure. Uh, I also want to mention this this weird uh, this weird icy thing right here, right? Uh, can yeah. someone give me yeah, a perception liquid, right? check? You said it was liquid. It's some sort of frozen liquid. Can I get a, a perception check from someone inspecting it? Uh, yeah, I'll take a look at this as well. Nope, <laughs> looks like water to me. Yep. All right. Yaramir, you have a look. All right. Hey, um, looks like liquid to me. Yarmir, can you dispel magic? <laughs> I do have dispel magic, yes. Can you try and dispel that blackness down there? 
if it is too far for my sight, I imagine it is too far for my dispelling. But let me look. Can you dispel the freeze? Or is that... I do not believe so. Cold, very, being very, very cold, as far as I know, is not a magical effect. But I could try it. I only have one dispel today. So if we were to choose what I wish to dispel. How much good rope do we have, Grimes? I've got 100 feet. We could lower Yaramir down a ways. Not into the blackness, but uh, enough that I, we can see it. 120 yards, so actually... Actually, I could try to dispel it from here. You then we could just lower the lantern down. Okay. And then as soon as Yarmir can see the line, we can uh, he can try to dispel it. I don't mind doing that. I'll, uh, I'll lower the lantern. Give me the outside that's flying around the top of the loop on the top of the lantern and start lowering it down. All right, Ferris will keep an eye on it and let you know when you're like reaching the point where the blackness is being illuminated. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, with the lantern being lowered, it becomes much more obvious where that line, where that mm-hmm. border is. Uh, and Yaramir can cast Dispel Magic. Okay, yeah, so I um, I, get, I trace out this uh, vase um, on the on the ground in front of the pit, and it and it as uh, as I encant the last words, the the runes uh, begin to disintegrate into like ash, and they tr- they fall down the wall, snaking closer to the blackness of the pit until they reach it and attempt to dissolve the the magical barrier there. Okay, give me a d20. Uh, for 19. Ooh. Whoa. You're level six. I'm level six. Yes. So someone would have to be level 15 to not be dispelled by that. So no that way. darkness uh, is... Eight levels above six. Uh, Ty goes to the dispeller or to the... Ty goes to the runner. He's safe. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, no, it's 11 goes... or higher on a d20, not a 10 or yeah, higher. So it is... Uh, so a, a level 14, 14. person. Uh, still, it's dispelled. Um, and you awesome. can see that below that, the, the, the darkness covers maybe like a 30-foot area, and below that are just like a series of spikes um, with various corpses impaled upon them, which are now like rotted and bones or frozen. Ah, so so they don't like... have to look at it. They don't have to watch the gore. They just chuck them down into the pit. Or maybe it's die. extra scary to fall into a black abyss versus a pit of spikes. Maybe. That's pretty cool. Oh, okay. That's an odd I, decision. Here we thought this was a portal to another dimension. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody give me a hand with these these corpses. Let's get them up. All right. You guys can haul the corpses up uh, very carefully because they're quite fragile. Um, William, can you make me a dexterity check as you haul one of these people up to make sure you don't accidentally bump them into something along the way and break really? off an arm? Off a foot. Have you ever really? had to haul furniture up a house, like move furniture, no. and you don't want to like hit it against a wall? No, it's... Nick hires people to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I always bang it into things. I, I could, I could pass my dexterity check a thousand percent. I would still bang it into something. Can somebody, yeah. can somebody else not do the orienteering, and I'll just do the hard lifting. Dude, you're the one that's carrying it. You got to make the dex check, William. Yes. Not a problem. Your first body, you get out without issue. Oh, first body. Okay. Uh, who did you take out first? Uh, the wizard. All right. Uh, I think William's the only person that... Ever, I guess two people could carry a separate body. Yeah. I mean, I'm, if I'm he tells us to, I think I'll pick up someone. William, handle the armored person. Grimes and I can handle the um, one of these more slender figures. 
right. I think we take the woman with all the jewelry. Sure. Uh, yeah. Grimes, you want to give me a dex check for the two of you? Yeah. Uh, have me do it. I think I have more dexterity. Or you oh. can should be, it should be operished. Yeah. Operished. Whatever. Uh, that's There's still a, a one point difference. Mine's lower. <laughs> uh, William, do you want to make a one for your second body that you're carrying out? It's not a problem. And the third, I, I think Grimes and Ferris get. So Ferris, make that one for me. Perfect. Oh, sorry. It's close enough. Not 27. We're what right. about this weird sheet of... What is this? I take a look at the weird sheet, Neil. Can I roll perception? Please. Fucking oh, Christ. Can we you move made the weird sheet? 24 and I didn't get anything. So oh, I you think... actually rolled? I thought you just said, uh, it's ice, and then walked away. No, uh, it was a 24. Sorry, I didn't see your roll there, Riaramir. Okay. I just so assumed get... I was right. It was ice, because... No, no, no. It... You, you get a, a nice close look on this thing and okay. kind of brush some things away. And to your horror, perhaps, uh, this looks like human waste. There's like a turd floating in this ice. Kind of And I it's thought. got like a, a shell to it as if it's is like it, resting against the back of a sphere. Is it coming from the ceiling or something? Uh, no, there are clear splash lines uh, that go out towards the, the pit. So it's like somebody was... Looks like someone was tossing things and then once no. it reached a threshold, it just like froze. So it looks like the flash freeze was like mid swing. Yes. While the knight was taking a shit, I'm really not understanding. No, no, no. I think they were like bucketing some stuff out when everything. Why, got is, it, why is it curved like that? That implies that it was only frozen at a set. Otherwise, it would be in a line, right? The 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 waste would be thrown on the bucket and it would be frozen in a line. But the fact that it's a a barrier makes it implies that the freeze like end like started at a certain point. Well, if you think that these, if you think that these people are adventurers, that's your thing, and you think this is a wizard, what if this is a hut, right? And from the center radiating out was protection, right? They threw their bucket of shit out, and it is, as soon as it got out of that circle, it froze like this around it. Right? They just, they have the problem I do where their spell doesn't last forever and then the freeze got them. So How cold if... is it down here? Same temperature as everywhere else. Not cold so enough cold? to freeze you like that. Not. That actually makes a lot of sense, Yarmouk. Are we losing warmth down here? Or yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. There's never a point where it warms up below the, the surface. There's something weird about how this froze. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, Yarmouk. Maybe that is what it is. Check. Uh, we can check his body for crystal beads and then we can really uh, nail it down. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know where Yaramir keeps those beads. Do you really want to search this wizard for his? I'll be tested to goop. We won't have to search. <laughs> All right. Uh, we get the bodies out. We make a fire. We thaw them. Uh, we will deal with the thawing of the bodies and all that stuff another time because we are well over our time limit here for Frozen yep. Frontier. So... Let's kill the music, the creepy music. Uh, congratulations on surviving your day. Those kobolds were terrifying. I can't believe you made it out live. Yarmir almost got whomped. Uh, yeah. No. Yarmir almost got killed by a giant angry tree. But that's <laughs> just the day in the life of a wizard. What are you going to do about it? Uh, I will post links to the images on the subreddit. Uh, I also, there in the same time that this art was created, we also went back and made panels the actual panels of the bass relief that you saw in the Swampside Temple of Bellum that has like the, the depiction of historical events around Caldonia. Uh, so that you can find on the subreddit right now. Um, yeah, and let's do some experience. Okay. So you defeated a pack of kobolds. 
whoop de do. Um, you recover all of the rest of Sleet's lair and Sleet's body. That's not really worth too much. You saw a new pack of gnolls that you had never seen, or gnolls in an area you had never seen before. You revisited the forest, and Yarmir had some weird visions and connections with that thing going on there. I'm not sure what you learned from it, but it's definitely worth. It was definitely an experience. Um, so you made it to Conquest. That's a pretty big dealio. That's a fairly major plot point. And you've explored two of the six temples here. So we'll do that because this is fully explored. Um, what else went down? I think that's if, all the major uh, plot if, points. If, if Yaramir's visions counts as an experience and therefore is worth XP, then perhaps Grimes and I lose mm, time. Right, well. Grimes, you and Grimes have had some weird time loss problems um which we'll figure out i'm sure you'll figure it out eventually so then divided by four everyone take home 1137 experience uh and then plus 10 percent for you special people which is 1251 137 Okay. God, man, it's taking so long to get to level seven. <laughs> Done anything mm -hmm. big since we bought the the crypt? Well, you have a whole city here with lots of things to explore. I'm sure you'll find something uh, experience. You could have fought the evil tree, man. Could have fought the tree. Yeah, I'm glad I did. We could have gone back in the next day once we learned what it was. And do what? <laughs> Fight the hell out of it. I don't know. It's immune to fire, so we'd probably just have to hit it with swords. Oh, did you try firing it before? Yeah, so the first time we came here, when we got back out, I walked over and fire and did a burning hands to see if it would break my uh, <clears throat> my uh, my uh, spell, my protection spell. And it did break my protection spell, but it also did nothing to the trees it hit. It was just, like, completely unaffected them. Hmm. So burning spells don't work on the trees so we got to do something else to them all right well that's a discussion for the reddit thread pops yep uh red thread is already up thanks for the game Neil. it's good to be back yep. my pleasure uh, i'm gonna post some things on the red thread or reddit you've already posted something to the reddit thread um i think that's it anyone have anything we need to say uh, thanks for watching Thanks for watching. You should right. watch the terror. You won't regret it. Okay. All right. That's it. We will see you guys later. Uh, Assassin pregame starts next Wednesday. Assassin starts the week after. That's it. We're out. Cool. See you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.